0: Welcome to Movie City Maniacs, episode 79, volume 3 of the 2020 Shocktober series. On tonight's episodes, we'll be covering October 14th to October 20th. Get ready. Get scared. Ow!
1: City Movie City Maniacs.
2: City Maniacs. Welcome everyone to episode 79 of the Movie City Maniacs. I'm Kyle. I'm Maddie. And I'm Adam. Yes, Adam has, uh, last week we let him introduce himself. We feel he's earned his wings. Earned earned the keep. He is part of the uh, official movie maniacs crew. Doesn't feel natural. (laughs)
3: He's (laughs) he's actually holding the crown right now, actually. Yeah, he
2: is the current (laughs) king of Halloween or uh, queen of Halloween, whatever his preference. (laughs) Uh, But yes, we're continuing our fourth annual Shocktober series. This is volume three, where we're going to cover everything we've watched from the 14th to the 20th. Uh, if this is your first time tuning in, uh, what we do is we run all month. You can only watch horror movies or Halloween-related uh, movies, specials, TV shows, whatever. Uh, movies are worth a point. 40-minute to an hour shows are worth half a point, And then 20 to 30-minute shows are worth a quarter of a horror. point. And then we tabulate it all. And at the end, uh, we crown someone the king or queen of Halloween.
3: We should up it next year and like loser gets murdered. What do you guys (laughs) say? Well, I'm down with that because that would it's always gonna be you. (laughs) I am down for that too. Listen, guys, let's make this cool. (laughs) Yeah, everybody wins in this case, right? (laughs)
2: You're the reigning last place. Of uh, of Shocktober. Radians are going to go through the roof. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do it live on the, the final episode.
3: <laughs> this actually would be kind of amazing, wouldn't it? I kind of want to do this now. Is there, a, <laughs> is there like a murder podcast? Has someone ever been murdered on a podcast before? Probably not, eh? Mm, I don't know. Yeah. That's well, to look well, hey, into. listen, make can. <laughs> That could be a, a Shocktober episode. Mm-hmm.
2: Anyways, um, yeah, anything you guys want to talk about before we jump into it? Anything exciting in your
3: Yeah, have you guys life? been able to do anything other than watch movies, or is it just all... Barely. It's it's um, movies and work. And that's pretty much it. Sleep from time to time. Yeah, that's sleep
2: is it.
0: taking a back seat. <laughs>
2: yeah, sleep is, is something of uh, a dream yeah. at this point. But... Uh, yeah, no, I, I've done, I've surprisingly done, despite COVID, I've been able to do, you know, the pumpkin patch. We pick, picked Damn. out our pumpkins. Uh, we did the the pumpkin farm. Uh, obviously, it's not the same. I mean, there's a lot of restrictions. You got to keep yeah. your distance, wear a mask. A lot of things aren't open. Uh, this week we did, um, it was like a light display. I didn't enjoy it that much but the yeah. kids enjoyed it. It's oh, like cool. it's like you go you put your radio station they blast like whatever the current Halloween pop tune is, so a yeah. lot of like Rihanna and shit doing Halloween songs. <laughs> um and then the the all the lights like move to the the beat. It's kind of fun. You know, it's like a 20-minute drive-through. But yeah. Probably not that enjoyable if you don't have kids, but uh the best part actually of the drive though cuz they played shitty music there was we put on my playlist. Of the drive there, so it was all the cool 50s, 60s, Halloween. 70s, 80s Halloween tunes. That, what was the name uh, of know know
3: that here? dude that does like, My Baby Loves Horror? It's like a oh, old...
2: Um My Baby Loves Horror Movies. Oh,
3: not horror. It's like Dickie Dale or something like this? Dickie Dick- Goodman. Oh, Dickie Goodman. Yeah, he's
2: awesome. All right, yeah. Everyone needs some Dickie Goodman in their life. He he put out like a couple horror. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, I just found out to tell you that Vincent Price put out a version of the Monster Mash. Have you heard that one? No. no. It's just him pretty much reading the, <laughs> the lyrics of the Monster Mash. That's awesome. But uh, yeah, and it's like the beat's not quite as good, but it's, it's kind of fun. You're going to have to find that
0: to put on the end of the episode. Yeah, maybe
3: I'll we'll have to put it on here. But mm-hmm. um, So
0: when you're done, this seven-hour
3: episode. Yeah. <laughs> you want to feel like uh, doing the Transylvania twist. Yeah. Jump on it. Um, but
0: yeah, no,
2: I, I've been trying to keep the spirit you know, alive despite all the the shit going on in the world. I know, I know you were lacking the Halloween spirit, Maddie. Did you watch the Roseanne episode and gain it back? I
3: I did not, but I did decorate my house and we're going to a pumpkin patch tomorrow. Hopefully it doesn't rain. were you
2: visited by the candy corn? I don't know. I've been
3: having these weird dreams where a guy in a fedora and kind of a burnt face and he kind of has like long fingernails has been visiting me. Danny. kind of weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Old, uh, old acne face, Danny. (laughs) (laughs) Old pizza, pizza cheeks.
2: We call him. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's you know. Hopefully, all the listeners out there doing what they can. Uh, You know, hopefully, trick or treating happens in some way or spirit this year. I'm
3: organizing a scavenger hunt for the kids in my uh, block, so we're going to do that instead of trick or treating this year. So that should be fun. Growing
2: man offering candy to to strangers. I didn't say anything about offering candy. Um, but yeah, I don't know. You, you just gotta do what you gotta do. I yeah. think, uh, this, you know, the Shocktober series kind of definitely forces you to keep the spirit. Cause when you're watching mm. several movies a day, I mean, yeah, it's pretty much all that's on my mind is like movies
3: and Halloween and, and like, you got like a 10 minute downtime. Like, all right, I could be watching something right now instead of,
2: yeah, it, it, it actually has got to the point since Adam fucking defeated me with his crazy numbers. Now he's made it like I you know, the B plus game is no longer no. a thing. It's like, I got to bring the A, A And it's like, it's too much at times. It's like, I'm eating. It's like, am I taking too long to eat dinner? Cause I got to get in a movie. Do I, it's like, do I want to do this or that? And like, I'm questioning everything. It's like. I could be doing a movie in this time. It's he's ruining my life pretty much.
0: I gotta say though that this is I'm pretty sure the last time I ever go this
2: hard. <laughs> yeah, again. That's what I said last year, and then you know this year I want to beat you. Then you beat him, and then that's sure. the thing. Like I, I am giving it my all. If you beat me again this year, I don't know what more I can do other than you know just quitting my job, leaving my family, and sitting in a. These cave all sounds like movies, great options. Yeah, yeah, stop
3: being a coward and do it. Is yeah. all I'm saying.
2: <laughs>
0: Are we ready to yeah, start? Yeah, anyways, guys, let's, uh, I
2: think let's get into it. Uh, yeah. We're going to start off with the 14th. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I started the 14th off again. If you've been listening to the series, I've been trying to do kind of themed days, each, either two or three films that go together together. But I don't know why I'm bringing it up because this first pick is not themed. So I, <laughs> the, uh, the, other movie, the other movies <laughs> the other movies I watched that day are themed. But anyways, I didn't realize that till now. So I start off the day with, I've been kind of on the slasher kick. So I wanted to watch this doc. I haven't revisited it in a while from 2006 called Going to Pieces, The Rise and Fall of the Slasher Film. This is a feature length doc. They run through all the history of violence going back to like the grand, was it, Grand Gu- Gignot theater. I don't even know what That's that where, is. That's where like they would do like these live stage plays and it would just be people killing them and murdering them, chopping them. Oh, like, awesome. Like Wiz- a Wizard of Gore kind of deal? Yeah. I don't know if it was, I was assuming it's not yeah. real, but, yeah. um, and then they, you know, they touch upon that, the Roman Colosseums, how people used to, you know, go watch people slaughter each other, serial killers. So they start off with all that and then they go into the birth of the slasher with, you know, Halloween and, uh, Friday the 13th, obviously. Did th- talk
3: about Black Christmas? Was that kind of like the start? No.
2: Here's the thing. Yeah. That's why, like, I almost want to void this whole documentary. They don't actually even bring up Black Christmas at all. It's not even mentioned as, oh, like, an crazy. aftermath, which to me, like, that came out before Halloween. Yeah. And it's one of the best slashers of all time. So if you're doing a doc on slashers and you ignore that movie. But other than that, uh, they do, it's still a lot of fun. They have the, like, the Siskel Niebuhr footage where they're appalled by slashers. Oh, and, that's like, amazing.
3: Is that what they talk about? They actually uh, sent letters to, uh, was that, Pamela? Uh, um, Uh, What's her name? Betsy, Betsy Palmer? Betsy Palmer, I think. Yeah.
0: Oh, from from
2: Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. yeah,
3: I guess he actually gave her a dress on like the show, and people like wrote into her and death threats. Yeah, on and all the that air, shit, like, like how
2: like, ter- how terrible yeah. a person she is for doing it. Actually, I I don't think that is on this documentary. I think she just a did movie. it for a
0: Volkswagen. For yeah, a yeah, she didn't yeah. even care
2: about it till recently. But but anyways, they go into that, which is kind of fun. Like they they say how like um, misogynistic these films are, even though they you know weren't because it was usually the men that were getting killed mm-hmm. in the brutal ways, and the women were the ones surviving but they touch upon like how that all led to censorship and how those movies were made because that was like when women were kind of about getting their rights and and these films were trying to like bring them back to the kitchen mm-hmm. uh, they, they were talking about uh, it goes in you get to it touches upon the protests of Silent Night Deadly Night and how that pretty much oh, removed awesome. that movie from theaters after like two or three weeks even though it was a huge success uh, due to people just like were appalled that you know Santa kids were a- seeing an ad on TV with a killer Santa Claus um, they touch upon the Scream revival and the hostile scene. Um, it came out in 2006, so it, it kind of ends on there. But um, yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. Um, I was worried. I, there's one doc that spoiled a couple films. and That's why I always didn't want to revisit until then, but I finally saw the movie, so I watched this. But it's not this one. But this one does spoil a couple uh, slasher films, so be warned. But if you're getting into slasher like Adam, maybe this like might be something to kind of watch and see if anything sounds interesting to you. But Um, yeah, I don't know. It's fun. I'm going to give it seven pumpkins out of 10. Awesome. I think it's worth a watch. It's, uh, you know, fun way to waste an hour and a half. You get to see a lot of the cool kills from the movies Mm -hmm. and they have like everyone's in there talking, you know, John Carpenter, Wes Craven, pretty much all the the guys, some of the actors and actresses of those films, Sean Cunningham's in there and
3: yeah. Fantastic. Manny, I watched, uh, on going forward, we watched the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street We're going down. So we watched uh, part four, which is such a departure from part three. It kind of sucked. Like, it's a weird thing. I guess Alice is a new girl. Is that
2: the, which one's I called? Is that Dream Child? It's or? the
3: uh, Dream Master. Oh.
2: Mm.
3: And again, the, I guess the next two movies I'm about to talk about are like uh, the Alice of the series. I guess there's a new girl named Alice. She's like the uh, final girl in this. Mm-hmm. And this one is okay. There's some fun kills, some interesting moments. But for the most part, it is kind of a mess it doesn't really work out like freddy cougar's like funny but not quite comic booky enough and the so it's an in between yeah the kills aren't that great there's some yeah it was
2: well that that's the beginning of the downfall right i mean it's not really until new nightmare that it you picks know up what
3: again i will talk about this later but no hmm. yeah well we'll see but yeah this one uh, i i gotta give it 5.5 like it really didn't yeah that being said we'll talk about the next one later it is way worse 5.5 <laughs> <laughs> five what money 5.5 five pumpkin. sorry boys sorry My hey put down pumpkins. the knives boys <laughs>
0: <laughs> adam what'd you watch anyway? i watched community from 2013 paranormal parentage oh i love oh, yeah. this one <laughs> this is a great one I, I i kind of i think it's because it's in such a kind of terrible season yeah. that i i discount it but it may be as good as all of them except for epidemiology yeah the uh, that one was probably the that best one's right. incredible um yeah, it's a fun episode. a takes place in the
3: haunted house. They have like every trope of like the bookcases moving. It's, it's Chevy Chase, isn't it? That's Yeah. It's
2: yeah, his house or it's something?
0: In, it's in mm-hmm. his, basically his parents' house that okay. he still lives in. Yeah, um, yeah I'm going to give 7.5 pumpkins. Yeah, it's cool. awesome. There's even yeah. some
3: great atmosphere in there too, right? Like,
0: it, And they even make a joke about, remember when this used to be a show about a community college? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that that's kind of a show that I feel
2: its Halloween specials are kind of underrated. Like, yeah, again, I you know obviously I bring up that the, the '90s shows that uh, I might talk about later, <laughs> but uh, and, you know not Bob,
3: enough tools is what I say. <laughs> Bob's
2: Burgers, obviously, but I think Community yeah. is the other one I would add to that mm. list of
0: like you know they're doing Halloween, consistently
2: right. great Halloween specials.
0: It's too bad that they started going off cycle where they weren't on. Yeah, uh, they weren't doing shows during Halloween.
2: Oh, okay, yeah, so. no, I remember. I think, again, I, I, that might have been the last season I
3: saw. I think this might be the last Halloween episode. This is the it? last Hol- okay, Halloween episode. So. so
0: my community work for the year is done.
2: You've,
3: you've okay. done well. You passed your courses.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: so speaking of my theme nights, I did this have a This one
3: has no theme either. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I did have a theme. I, I decided to watch some vampire films. I started off with one I've never seen before, the the infamous Vampire's Kiss from 1988. <laughs> oh.
3: Oh, is that the one with Alyssa Milano?
2: No, this is... Uh, uh, Nick Cage. Nicholas Cage. Oh,
3: right, right, right.
2: Being like the most Nicholas Cage of all Cage. I, I wanted to watch it. I just didn't... Oh, you haven't got to it I yet? I haven't got to it yet. You guys both got to watch it, so you should both mm. watch it next week. This movie, man, is, is insane. So you got Nicholas Cage with a bad accent doing like a huge performance. Like he a, is... A, B,
0: C.
4: Yeah. That, right?
2: <laughs> Yeah, this may be his biggest performance I've ever seen him do. Um, So the story is he's this rich kind of business guy, bit of a prick. Uh, He's sleeping with all the um, various hot women. Um, When he gets... uh, One of them turns out to be a vampire, bites him, and then he is a vampire. Um, Most of the movie, he has a secretary that he just torments the whole fucking movie he's so mean to. It's the... um, I want to see it's the girl from the Running Man. I could be totally wrong about mm. that. I can look it up later, but I'm pretty sure it's her. But it's like, it's just him tormenting his secretary the whole time and sleeping with beautiful women and being insane. Cage. Um, There's the scene he's just running down the streets. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. There's another scene. Yeah, where he's like going on. <laughs> uh, like w- w- I forget that whole speech. Like something. A B about- C D E F. G! And then she's like, I know <laughs> the alphabet. H, I, I and he keeps could... <laughs> on it to the whole thing. <laughs> like, it. it's just that that scene you can find on YouTube. Actually, mo- just look up this movie on YouTube. You can find so many insane clips.
0: I feel like I've seen this movie yeah. because of <laughs> how know, many clips, clips I've I've seen. Because I, I started becoming obsessed after uh, The Wicker Man, which I still haven't seen that version, which I I need. <laughs> the
3: bees! <laughs> got a head full of fucking bees!
0: <laughs> you know what's crazy? Uh, and, well, maybe it's
3: not
2: because I am the H- Halloween hipster. I saw the movie in theaters, and I've seen on DVD since, and I like that movie, and not like in a make fun of it kind of way. Would you prefer? Like, I think there's cheesy scenes in it, but I think it, it works as a guy on an island with like you know the whole
3: yeah Wicker Man premise.
2: Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like the story itself works. I mean, yeah, he's kicking people in bare suits. Did you see like that, that one before the original? I don't know if I did. Maybe I did. Actually, I think I did. So because it's a great premise. Yeah, like I haven't seen it. In probably 10 years and I was actually thinking of maybe revisiting it this year but I, I remember like
0: I, I actually had the same know. thing both, both of these movies I've been wanting to watch because I just went down this rabbit hole years ago so I've seen so many scenes in Vampire's Kiss it's going to feel like I've watched it
2: yeah but here, here's the interesting thing about Vampire's Kiss so it's, it's a great movie because it's so bad and crazy and insane but like about the last third it just like turns the movie on its head and it becomes like this Psychological horror film, and then you're starting to question: Is all in his head? Is he really a vampire? He's like murdering people and biting their neck, but he doesn't have teeth. He's wearing like plastic teeth that you get from a so, like, 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 like a ki- like a kid's. And you start to question: Like, is he amazing in this film or awful? I don't know.
0: <laughs> I, 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 I tend to go that he's amazing. Like, like you said before, we've talked about like
2: whether his performance is bad or not. He does that. Throughout the whole film, like he keeps it. It's not like he's doing a bad scene here and there. He sticks that whole accent, that behavior throughout the whole movie. So it's
0: like I think his I downfall at a at a one portion was that he stopped committing as hard. So you had stuff like World Trade Center where he, I remember watching World Trade Center and being like, "Wow, this guy's sleepwalking," and then he brought it for like the last few scenes when they're out and they're like, "Oh my god, this guy's incredible." But I think there was something like he wasn't as committed, and then. In the last five years, he's become like this crazy committed guy yeah. again.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, it ended like my notes are. What the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> the ending and everything is more serious and kind of depressed. Like it's, it flips its head, but it's like I, I don't know. Watch the movie. I enjoyed. It. I'm going to watch it again. Seven yeah, pumpkins watch, out of ten.
0: Seven pumpkins. When
3: cool. you're done, I'll steal it on you.
2: Yeah, I'll watch uh, it I'll, next week. I'll, and I'll you try to watch.
3: watch by Wednesday if you. Um, and then I followed that up with uh,
2: from 1986, Vamp. Uh, I know okay, you've yeah, seen Vamp, yeah, yeah. Uh, Maddie. This is the uh, one starring Grace Jones. It's like the head mm. vampire. Oh, interesting. Um, so, a bunch of teen boys uh, go to, um, the, it opens up and they're at this fraternity and they're kind of cooler than the fraternity they're getting into, but they just want to stay in the nice digs. So they say, whatever you guys want, we'll get for you. So their mission is they have to get a stripper and bring it back to the fraternity. So they go to some uh, strip club, and it turns out the strip club is run by vampires. You've seen this premise uh, several mm-hmm. times, but I think this might have been the original one so. to do it. So you have some fun, likable characters. It's got the friend from Night on Elm Street 2. Yeah. It's got the kid from Meatballs all grown up, the, ma- the lead kid in that one. The shy, awkward kid.
0: Oh, really? I never didn't think that guy did
3: anything. Yeah, and he then it's bam. got uh,
2: Long Duck Dong from uh, okay, Sixteen Candles, so it's kind of a fun it's, cast, it's a fun movie, right? Of, like guys that you know yeah. aren't named, like you don't know the, the yeah. actor's name, but you recognize, but them you all. recognize them. Yeah. And then Billy Drago, Drago or Drago, is one of the villain uh, vampires in there. I'm sure you guys all know who he is. Um, he's always a good, sinister bad guy. Sandy Barron's one of the the vampires too. But yeah, it, it's kind of interesting. Uh, It's got a really cool look, a lot of, like, neon pinks and greens. Um, It
3: is 80s-tastic, right? Yeah,
2: Grace Jones is, like, just cool and and weird and interesting like she always is. Like, she does a strip tease, and she's got this
3: crazy outfit. And, like, yeah, she's, like, almost in, like, this weird pancake makeup, and her hair's all fucked up, so she looks a bit weird. There's a great scene where the guy says, like, um, you know,
2: he's telling them, like, the vampire's telling them, like... Nobody tells anybody when they come to a place like this. So like, yeah. that's how we get away with it. And I thought that that's kind of a fascinating mm-hmm. idea. Like, it's true. Like, if you're gonna go to a strip club, you're not announcing to everyone. You know, it's kinda like your dirty little secret. <laughs> so it's a great place to to kill people and get away with it. But in in the end, um, unfortunately, as great as everything is, the setup and everything is, it's a bit dull. I was kinda disappointed this time around. I remember enjoying it a lot more last time, and this time around I was just kinda like kind of bored and it's kind of repetitive. It's I'm getting Chased, you know, from the vampires. There's no like cool action scene. You're not getting a good finale, like from Death to Dawn or Lost Boys or anything. And even like as, as interesting as Grace Jones is as a performance and all that, you know, Billy Drago and everything's awesome. They kind of are just there. They don't have much to do. Like they, they kind of waste them all. I felt this time. So I I don't know. I I was kind of disappointed by this viewing I'm um, Again, maybe it was just because it was so
3: late at night. But mm. After watching Vampire's Kiss, how could you uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: go walk into it, 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 it did. It was like a, a slope <laughs> down. But I'm going to give this one six and a half pumpkins out of ten. Like, there's, That's still, not there's, bad, still yeah. there's still some fun ideas in there. There's some good stuff in there. The cast is fun. But yeah, it's, just, it's one of those films like should have been so much more. Like There's a reason we don't talk about this in the same Bane sentence. Vane is, is uh, Lost night. Boys or Fright Night or whatever. Uh, what did you guys finish the night with?
0: I finished the night watching from 2019. Marianne, it's the seventh episode on "Etait trop petit." Yeah, That's yeah, all. Yeah, all the titles edition? are French or something. All right? the titles are in French. The whole thing. that was the last. It
3: was like the second
0: last episode. Penultimate. It definitely sets it up in a cool way. They're on, on this one thing I haven't talked about. The show is where all of these characters grew up. It's like a seaside town. And they went to a school that was on an island that you can only get to during the day on a causeway, and then it, the tide comes oh, in, you can't that's access it. Awesome! And it's a lighthouse, so they go there to be sequestered to face off with a witch, and it doesn't quite go to plan. In and it, excellent show. I'm you're in. Yeah, it I don't do much of TV, but that sounds like something I think I feel like right, I
2: need right? to watch it. Yeah. Maybe that will be like in November after, you know, I need to settle down for movies for a bit. <laughs> Go into horror TV. I need to do that and I need to do, yeah, the the new uh, Flanagan TV series. Mm. So I'm going to probably wait till November. For
0: I'll that. be talking about that a yeah. lot today. Cool. And so that, that was, uh, and I'm going to give it 7.5. Again, another solid episode. Oh yeah. Cool. Awesome. Pumpkins. 7.5 pumpkins. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's it for me.
0: Okay.
2: Is that it for the 14th then? Yes, sir. Okay, cool. Let's move on to the 15th. I started off the day just with a family pick. This is uh, DreamWorks Spooky Stories from 2012. Pretty much it's a bunch of um, shorts combined into like a feature-length movie uh, done by the DreamWorks team. So mm-hmm. a lot of Shrek and Monsters vs. Aliens. Uh, it opens up with uh, Shrek doing a rendition of Thriller, which is kind of fun. Uh, then one of the stories is Scared Shrekless, which I actually enjoyed this one where it's...
3: Is that the one with the they all go and tell the scary stories? Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, the gingerbread telling a story where it's kind of about an obsessed gingerbread woman. Mm-hmm. And then you have uh, the donkey one, which is like a homage to, cy- to Psycho, mm-hmm. Donkey and Puss in Boots. And then the final one was kind of fun. It's Sist where Shrek is like the exorcist coming to exorcise the demons out of Pinocchio, the voices oh, in his yeah. head. It was kind of a fun twist ending. So I, I enjoyed that one. Um, there's the pig who cried werewolf where it's kind of a take on Rear Window with the three little pigs. And Monsters vs. Aliens, I don't even remember that movie. I don't even know if I've seen it or remember enjoying it, but these two specials are actually quite good on here. I, I would almost like... I might recommend one of them for my recommendations next year. They were that good. Uh, mutant Pumpkins from Outer Space. This is Aliens. Turn all the pumpkins in a small farm town into candy-eating monsters. Uh, the pumpkins looked great, and there's, like, tons of Halloween on display, all decorations and kids and costumes and everything. Probably the highlight of this movie for me. Uh, there's a follow-up, the Night of Living Carrots, which is pretty much, like, a carrot gets the same stuff from the pumpkin, and it's like Night of Living Dead, where they're, you know, in a house fending off against zombie mutant kind of carrots and then the last one was shrek the ghost of lord uh, F- farquad I don't know if that's how you pronounce name, but it's pretty much his ghost. Uh, but yeah, I actually really enjoyed this. Again, like some work it
3: seems like yeah, a bunch of like TV shows mashed into a movie essentially.
2: Yeah, right? I think a lot of yeah. these were like shorts or, or specials or whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's 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 a Blu-ray and they they combine them all uh, into to a feature length movie. I'm gonna give it uh, seven and a half pumpkins oh, wow. out of ten. I I think again that like big, eh? for these kind of family ones, it's it's one of the better ones. Like it's it's one that like it, like I said, I was like these ones that you know. If you don't have kids mm-hmm. like Adam, you can still, you might still want to watch and get an enjoyment out of it. So something our listeners might, you know, not you know people that don't have kids, and the ones that do have kids. If you're forced to watch bad Halloween specials and put
3: this one on, um, yeah, I, I had fun with uh, most of it. So, awesome. would you guys watch? Speaking of uh, having no fun, I watched a, a Nightmare on Elm Street Five: The Dream Child. What a load of garbage this movie was. Like as like uh, clunky and tone deaf as the number four was, this had zero redeeming qualities. Like it was Is this the one a,
2: they introduced his origin where his mother was raped by the You got it, you got the, what it. What is it, the it, thousand
3: th- son of a thousand maniacs. Son of a thousand maniac. It goes maniacs. right into his uh him being a kid and trying to possess the uh, unborn baby and the girl's belly and they at least have the kills
2: going for these movies though, right? There like,
3: was one or two like uh, crazy kills, but yeah. they were just kind of like when they force feed this girl like a uh, food and she gets all fat and bloated and her cheeks like, all right, that looks kind of cool. There was some special effects that made it interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the jokes didn't land, but Robert Englund was, I guess, doing his best Freddy. <laughs> it was yeah. it was rough. I got to give it five. Like it was such a departure from three. Hmm. Yeah, at the end of this, I guess I can like um, go down my favorite. I can rank them yeah. at the end of yeah, this. Yeah.
0: Uh, Well, you'll be happy that I um, continued watching The Roseannes.
3: Oh, shit. Yeah, nice. Yes. Yeah.
0: To kind of see where they're at. And I accidentally put on one that we had already watched. Oh. Trick or Treat from 1990. Oh, that's the least Halloween one. Right? Is
2: that the one where she's in the bar?
0: She's in the bar. She's dressed um
2: dressed as a man, right?
0: Dresses a man. I think that that one's funny, but it's it's not as yeah. Hilarious. I I I remember thinking this was funnier than Boo, but not as Halloween. Yeah. Uh. And and all the stuff with Dan, John Goodman, who I like in everything. I gotta say, I don't really care for him on Roseanne. Oh, get out of oh, here! I love him on Roseanne. Um. Yeah, I think
2: he's so much fun. Like it seems like every
0: episode he's having a blast. Yeah, I find him extra hammy and not. I, I don't know. Anyways, this we watched this one again. I again, I I found it actually made me made me chuckle a few times. And there's still some kind of cool costumes and stuff. Yeah, it,
2: mm. it's not yeah, it's not like it's Halloween. It's still more Halloween-y than most. His three stooges shows. is great and isn't uh
0: one of them uh, uh the alien in the Yeah, stomach? that has no, the stomach. Good. That's yeah. great, Darlene. Uh I'm going to give it 6.5 pumpkins. It's oh, okay. still That's pretty
3: down, good. Down. That's high for uh I thought For you. <laughs>
0: I, I think I probably gave it about the same. I enjoyed it about the same. Yeah. And I, I thought about going back and watching Boo again, but I, I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah. Oh,
2: man. Well, we may be talking later. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Uh, I did a triple feature holy theme holy this, boy. this day. Um, this time I went with Murderous Grannies.
3: Um, <laughs> okay. Um, okay. What did you watch? Um, what was that movie called? Mountain Top Motel Massacre.
2: You know what's funny? That was on my list if I was doing a fourth one, but I didn't get oh, to that one, God unfortunately. Oh, gotcha. Because that's the only one of these four that I had seen. So I was saving that yeah. for last, but I didn't get to that one. I might still get to it this month. Yeah. Now, I start off with Mom from 1991. Uh, this opens up. You have Brian James, who's the villain in everything. <laughs> you know, the villain in Tangle and Cash, yeah, that yeah. guy. So he's this kind of monster. You don't know what it is, but some kind of monster. He ends up biting the mother. And she becomes a man-eating monster too. Uh, you have the son ends up moving in back in. Well, he's still living. He has a, another home, but he, he pretty much is there to help his mom. Uh, and he finds out that she has this kind of disease. It's turning into a monster and killing and murdering and eating people. So it's it's weird that it's like you think this is going to be such a fun premise, but it's actually like kind of taken seriously. Oh yeah, and it's kind of like you're watching like you know seeing the repercussions of this and like then the son has to help cover up these murders and he's like a famous reporter and and like the effect it's having on him and his like relationship with his wife and like cuz he's always has to be there and i don't know it was it was kind of fascinating but i was i was kind of hoping it'd be more like stupid fun yeah But yeah, there's definitely some interesting stuff in there. A
3: movie called Mom, you expect it to be like crazy (laughs)
2: insane, right? And there is, I mean, there is still some interesting stuff in there. I I don't know. I I, I enjoyed it. I'm going to give it six and a half pumpkins out of 10. But I don't, yeah, I don't have too much to say about it. But it it was was interesting. I followed it up with what I wanted, which is uh, a movie called The House on Tombstone Hill, a.k.a. Dead Dudes in the House (laughs) from 1989.
3: I'm sold at that title. This is the
2: one that had that famous poster where it looked like like almost a uh late eighties, early nineties rap cover where it's like these guys that, trying to look cool in front of this like house that's like drawn. Um, but none of those guys are in the movie, I believe. <laughs> Anyways, this is uh, a bunch of guys uh end up stuck in a house uh with a murderous granny. This movie is a lot of fun. The the granny's obviously a young person wearing like yeah. you know, makeup a mask. But uh, yeah, there's just really, really cool effects, uh, a nice variety of creative kills. You get someone like staked to the ground, saw blades through the heads, bodies chopped in half. And it's just fun seeing this granny just deal this ridiculous okay, violence it, it seems on these like people. It like a full
3: moon feature. It might have been something yeah. like that.
2: I feel like they might have really put it out or owned it at some time, but it's better than full moon. Yeah. Like Some of theirs are all pretty much unwatchable. They do abandon kind of the, the granny for like a chunk of the film because I guess when she kills them, they also come back and then those people start killing other people. And I found that kind of wasn't as interesting as a mm. granny attacking people. <laughs> but yeah, it drags at times. But overall, I just I had uh, quite a lot of fun with this one. I'm going to give this seven pumpkins out of ten. I would recommend if you awesome. just kind of want a fun one. And then the last one I watched was Grandmother's House from 1988. This one, a young boy and his teenage sister, uh, I guess, move in with their grandparents after the death of their father. They have little memory of their mother. Um, Anyways, he has this premonition dream showing his grandparents, uh, you know, dragging a woman, tying her up, and they're about to murder her, and he wakes up from this dream, but like, is it going to happen kind of thing. Uh, there's a dead body that's found near the river, near the grandparents' house of some random guy. And his, and then you do see later on, the boy sees that same woman and they he sees his parents like burning clothes in like a, a barrel and, and dragging this woman in. So that that's the premise of the story. I don't want to spoil it too much because everything is not what it seems. And there's a lot of like kind of twists and turns and there's a cool chase in an orange grove uh, with like them running th- from this old truck. Yeah, it, it was it was kind of interesting, but again, it, it kind of dragged at times. Like you kind of wanted more, you know. I, you I wanted like, more and grannies, yeah, exactly. Rabbit <laughs> grannies, rabbit grannies is actually the full moon one, I think. Uh, but I, the one thing I do want to bring up, there is the most disgusting pickup scene in movie history here. So the, there's there's this girl. She's I'm assuming like thirteen, forty. Like she's younger, maybe 15, 16. She's in a pool and she's you know got like a whatever a two piece bikini. But anyways, there's this is a guy and he comes over chewing uh bubble gum like one of those guys that chews like a horse and splash water at him and he's like i guess he remembers her from school but then he like he goes underneath the water and circles her like checking out her body underneath and like the camera like, kind of like, like follows him as he does it's kind of creepy and then and then yeah yeah he pops out and um she's like what are you doing and he's like i'm looking i just i just can't control myself why don't you take a step out of the pool and I'll get a good look at you? Like, he's just kind of being gross. And then he like just jumps on top of her and starts making out with her. And you're like, like, this guy's almost like raping this girl and disgusting and stuff. And you're like, she's going to get out of the pool and be disgusting. It's like, no, she's in love with this guy. Oh, she's in it. And like, you know, she
3: gets out of the pool and she's chewing gum at that point. Yeah. There's
2: like 10 minutes later, she's talking to her friend. She's like, what do you think of him? She's like, yeah, he's so dreamy, isn't he? I'm just like, what is this? Like, I was just like appalled by this scene. It was so gross. Like, you really have to see it. I'm not, I'm not giving it it's justice, obviously. Creepy? My acting and quotes are, are not up to par. But um, yeah, anyways, an interesting movie. I'm going to give it six pumpkins out of 10. I think there's some, some stuff in there. But again, I don't want to go too much into it because th- there is some kind of fun twists there. But um, yeah, it's not the most exciting movie to end the night on. I think that the dead dudes in the house would have been the better That's the, uh, finisher. But yeah, I, I had fun. Like I thought, all three of them were definitely worth it's a g- watch for for all different reasons. They kind of all offered something different. <laughs> for murdering grandma is hard <laughs> to
3: get. Like Yeah. yeah so from uh, 2014, I was hoping to watch this for the uh, best of the decade, but I didn't get around to checking it out. But the taking of Deborah Logan. Oh yeah,
0: I've seen this one.
3: I thought I was kind of blown away by it. I thought it would be a lot more uh, shitty. But like, what an interesting concept of like someone who was like going through dementia and just kind of thinking something's up with her but it's not is wh- it your what first it time seems. seeing it yeah i oh, have checked it out it before okay. no no i really dug this movie and like there's such an interesting story as it builds and builds and builds it's like interesting folklore I thought it was kind of cool.
2: It does suffer, like, of a lot of found footage films. Of course. Like, it almost could have worked better not as a found footage. I
3: agree that it does. But even the ending, I didn't see coming. There was yeah, some there's effects that, that is awesome.
2: There's that one scene that's, yeah. like, posted all over that is, you is like, quite I, amazing. I didn't
3: know anything about this movie until I checked it out. and like, wow, I don't want to give anything away, but I'm giving it a 7.5. Like, I I dug it for a found footage. Interesting. I don't think it would have made my top... Uh, Fifty, or what do, twenty five. <laughs> I don't think it would have made it, but
2: yeah, I, I want yeah. to revisit. it It's one of those ones that only got like a, a shitty DVD release. Mm. I think just now, actually, this year, it just got a Blu Ray finally. So mm-hmm. I might uh, check it out, and revisit
0: it. It's. One, I remember like not loving it, but definitely <laughs> I remember liking a lot of things the about found it found footage aspect. Yeah. I, I just kept thinking, oh man, wouldn't so much of this, all
2: yeah. these performances, it would have been
3: a lot better if it wasn't found footage. But again, better than had any right to be being a found footage movie.
2: That's unfortunately the curse of every found footage film. It's yeah. like, this
0: would have been better if it was not a found footage Except film. Except <laughs> for the movie I'm about to talk about. Okay. Blair Witch. <laughs> um, that, that, that would also be a good argument. Um, but no, from 2020 Host. Have you guys watched this yet? No. This is the Shudder movie that is basically a Zoom chat oh, where they're going to have a seance. Have you heard about this? Oh. Yeah. That I I've actually
3: heard it, might be interesting. Heard it's pretty good,
2: but again it's like the fourth or fifth movie to do something like this where it's like through their shutter or through their uh, their voice chat. Uh,
0: so I've seen The unfriendeds and everything, yeah. Friend Request. Uh, and and uh, the first Unfriended I thought was actually but way better than it had any right to be and and then kind of diminishing returns. Mm-hmm. But I also didn't love it. I love this. Get out of here. Wow. One Maybe it's because I'm on Zoom chats every day. Like this is part of my life with multiple people and it utilizes that in such an effective way. It's so timely. It's almost like wink, wink about COVID in a way. What's going on? Like the two meet up at one point near the end and they -hmm. they give the elbow bumps instead of... (laughs)
3: Okay. It is definitely like a, a movie of its time.
0: Yeah, wasn't this made during
2: the
3: during COVID? Yeah. during COVID? But
0: there there's also like a ton of amazing effects and jump scares done using this device that would not have been easy to do. And I also found it actually like creepy. Hmm. I did not go into this
3: expecting anything. I just thought,
0: you know, I want to see something in 2020. Yeah, did you watch some? This on Shud- do you have shutter? No. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I, I'm. I'm gonna probably give it seven point five pumpkins, but oh, I, But I could maybe see it being an eight,
3: going up, oh. eh? Yeah, interesting. Hmm.
0: I think it's one of the most effective found footage movies I've ever seen. That's crazy talk. Yep. Yeah.
3: You know, I guess that makes sense, right? Like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll watch it. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll see
0: it. I think in some ways people are like people are all seeing all these great things about it. I looked afterwards, but everyone's kind of like muted in. In like yeah yeah like so effective like can't believe what they've yeah. done so timely yeah I'll you know I'll give it three three and a half stars or whatever it's better than it has any right to be it's it's quite well executed there's a couple things in terms of the acting that that I yeah. did have problems with it. that's why I'm not higher but uh, really well done
2: are the kids as annoying they are as unfriended no because they're not really kids oh, okay like they're they're probably like late twenties oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. I, I'm. I'm. I'm interested. It's. It's on my list. Like I've heard, some people really enjoyed it. So, cool. Is that. Is that it for the? 50?
3: I also watched uh, from 2003. Identity. Have you guys seen this?
2: Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I watched that too. So I'll talk about years it years and years ago.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about it when you get a chance because uh, I, I. I love this movie. I find it has diminishing returns the minute you know what's happening. Uh, Say I, I disagree. Yeah. I find like ah since I knew the ending I kind of like uh eh. Well,
2: why don't we just talk
3: about now? Yeah. Okay.
2: I, I fucking love this movie. Yeah, I think it's amazing.
3: When I first saw it, I, my hair was blown back. I really dug it.
0: And see, I had the opposite, but I, I almost yeah. can't really speak to it now. But I remember watching yeah. it and being like, "So this this is the yeah, it's from uh, what year is it from two thousand three?
2: So it's directed by James Mangold, who, who now has giving us like uh, Logan and yeah. you know Ford versus Ferrari. It's got an all star cast of uh, oh, John movie. Cusack, Ray Liotta. Amanda P. Alfred Jake Busey Melina Jake Jake Busey John Hawks like everyone is John in awesome. The
3: guy with the eyes, the big bald guy. No, John Hawks eye?
0: is the guy that runs the hotel. Oh, Okay, John Hawks one of my all time favorite. Oh, he's actors. great. Yeah. yeah. Have, have
2: you seen um, Small Town Crime? No, I don't think I have. Ooh, you need to, oh, I should lend that. It came out a couple years ago. It's a fantastic crime. Yeah. Noir. Anyways, so uh, the, the story is this convict awaits execution. I guess you you find out, you learn that he murdered a bunch of people in an apartment, mm-hmm. and some evidence was withheld that may prove that he, he should be... Um, Exonerated, yeah. yeah. exactly. And then while that story's going on, you have pretty much, uh, from all these freak accidents, all these people end up in, in this motel during a, a storm. You know, the one family, their car breaks down, and then, you know, the one woman gets hit by the car. Mm-hmm. John Cusack is like a limo driver of some, you know, rich... Movie star. Bitchy movie star... Ray Liotta is a a cop cop that has Jake Busey as the convict. He ends up stuck there. So all these people, from whatever reason, end up in this hotel. And and, everyone's getting off. And murder, yeah, murder started happening. And you start, they start figuring out, well, how, why are we all here? How are we connecting? Mm -hmm. And what I found fascinating is you're saying you didn't, it didn't work for you as much the second time. For me, I was like, I knew how the movie ended. And I was looking for, and there's actually so many little clues hidden throughout, which I oh, found was fascinating. There? Oh, yeah. If you listen to like what yeah. they're saying, there's a lot of stuff that's like, it's kind of like kind of intelligently put together yeah. how, okay. what this is. And I, I don't know. I think it's such a an interesting movie mm-hmm. that works on, uh, on a you know, the thrilling level and all the murders and the atmosphere and the setting the is fantastic. is amazing. And I think all the characters are all interesting. Like they kind of yeah, all no hold their own. Boring. They kind of got something... I don't know. I I love this movie this time yeah, around. Don't I've wrong. Seen it I I really times. enjoyed it,
3: but I just think uh I felt cheated by knowing the ending. Hm.
2: Yeah, w- next time you watch it like yeah. look for all all the little details knowing mm. that. Um, what are you giving? Uh, I'm Jenny?
3: still gonna give 7.5. Like I still really enjoyed it.
2: I'm going eight eight and a half pumpkins oh, yeah? on that one. Wow, I, uh, awesome. it's it's one of my favorite viewings yeah. this month. I I oh, watched awesome. it with Becky too, and and she enjoyed it as well. So
0: I really I want to uh, rewatch. I should have it. brought it down
2: actually. Um, it could be one of those movies I could see people like if the if you don't like the ending, that may ruin it for you. But again, I think nah. for me. Knowing that, and then watching it, I can't remember kind of
0: why awesome. I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I just remember being like, "Oh, identity! Like, why would anybody care about that movie?" And,
3: yeah, uh, I'm curious what you have to say about I, it. I
0: think John Cusack. That he was in
2: like, you yeah. know, that was his prime time. He, he everything was he was, was doing it. was good. 1408 was around
0: that time. Also, too, didn't like 1408.
3: Oh, maybe you still like John Cusack. Yeah. I
0: love John Cusack. Mm. 1408 was the moment where I was like, I've rewatched that one again too. I rewatched that last year,
2: and I think it was one of my favorite viewings last year I too. think
0: I actually I owned it for a while and I gave it away
3: oh get out of here because oh, I thought
0: I thought I disliked it so much oh,
2: I
3: remember yeah when I first some... saw it I, I didn't care much for it but second time like I actually really got it. it's into one of those
0: it. movies
2: where like the mythology is worth it alone yeah. like it's so fascinating the way they play all that up and it, mm-hmm. I don't know I just remember movie.
0: hating looking at
3: it uh maybe it does have that like a uh, CGI
0: yeah. and weird weird coloring
3: yeah, yeah, there's some, yeah, there's I some stuff. I think Identity it, might have that as well.
0: And and also I remember thinking once we got to the payoff in 1408, I love that we're talking about 1408. I, I also,
2: anyways. Well, there's two there's two endings of 1408 too, and one of them is amazing, one of them is not yeah. so great. Well, I, I think they're both interesting, but they're two completely different endings, so something to keep in mind as well.
0: Anyways, yeah, uh, I, I loved uh, Identity. I was quite surprised how. I, I, I'm definitely interested because I have no recollection of the movie.
3: Okay.
0: You're talking about it, I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. I mean, again, it might be that early 2000s that
2: you
3: don't like, or, or what, what year did you say? 20, 2003. 2003. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of weird decisions like they were making in that There's time, some weird editing they? at the beginning yeah. that,
2: you know, I could see people not liking yeah. how the way they keep on introducing people and like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I still found it. And I don't even mind like some of the characters are a little like cliche, but I think again, that works in the movie's favor in the end, mm-hmm. right? Like, anyway.
0: I will line it up this week. I will get it from. Cool.
2: Many. Yeah. Cool.
0: Um, I watched from 2008, I believe. Pontypool. Oh,
3: nice. Well, what did you think?
0: I really like this a yeah, lot. Yeah, you dug all it, right. eh? Really, yeah, I love that movie. It's it's a self contained in a radio station. All this mm. crazy stuff's going on outdoors, and you're basically just getting it fed through. Basically, like unreliable narrators. Mm-hmm. And an incredible performance from Stephen McCaddy. Mm-hmm. Um One of my favorite performances I've seen. There's occasionally some character development that doesn't make some sense like it's just there to like build mm-hmm. out the movie a little bit and, and that's my only complaint i found
3: there's a few like i well i haven't seen this since like 2010 i think or 2011 there's some cringe worthy moments that i remember in this there's
0: one in particular yeah. um and it's actually steve mccaddy that I, I kind of blame him for mm. how he goes over the top in a way that doesn't make any sense. That I know, yeah. That because it's uh, it's all about words and and mm. the, the kind of power that they can have, yeah. and, and it's an interesting and maybe how they can become a virus and
2: yeah, it's like a zombie outbreak movie, but one that you've never seen. Yeah, before.
0: never seen this story. And I kind of like all the like. I'd love to talk to a linguistics professor yeah. about their thoughts on this movie. Um, so yeah, I I, I, I love it. It's a very original movie. It does everything it can with the premise. I remember seeing Bruce McDonald just riding around on a bicycle in Toronto. That's crazy. And I realize now it would have been like when this movie was being finished.
3: Hmm. Oh, that's crazy. And
0: he was just riding around in a circle. Just he had a cowboy hat nuts, on? <laughs> and, this co- co- and he did have a cowboy hat on.
3: I'm curious if he was just like listening to conversations.
0: I have no idea. But mm. I remember being out there. I had a meeting and I was sitting on a park bench and I'm like, well, this guy's kind of weird. And, and the guy was like, oh, that's the director, Bruce McDonald. Yeah. And we were out there for 45 minutes. I'm
3: just watching him?
0: <laughs> and he just, he never left. He just was riding around on a bicycle.
3: <laughs> <Huh>.
0: <laughs> so, Bruce... <laughs> Let us know why that happened. Anyways, I'm going to give the, uh, the Pawnee Pool 7.5 pumpkins. Awesome. Okay.
2: Yeah, I think I enjoyed it a little more, but uh, yeah, that's it's uh, it was a nice surprise for me. I, 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 I,
0: I will be um, really interested to revisit this um, because I think the things it does really, really well, yeah. it does on an unbelievable level. I think trying to stretch, it's one of those movies that isn't that long to begin with, but probably could have been 10 minutes shorter yeah. and would mm. have, I think, taken it to another level. Okay.
2: Yeah, I I, I want to get that. That's one of those ones where I think it's impossible to get like on Blu-ray. I think it has like a UK region free. That's Blu-ray. weird, right? Because like, nothing here in a North isn't Ponty America. isn't Pontypool like
3: about three hours away from here. Yeah, it's, like,
2: oh, or north? even not even maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, f- I feel like it, it was a Canadian movie, right? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Is that it for the fifteenth? I or?
3: watched uh, Stranger Things uh, season two, episode two. So I'm going to talk about it when it's finished. Okay.
0: Um.
3: Grim, I, Grim, yeah, Grim. Yeah.
0: There's a Grim episode. So from 2011, Grim, this is season one, episode 15, Island of Dreams. Yeah, this was where it starts becoming Grim to me. They bring in a character that ends up being part of the whole run, who's excellent on it. The, the spice shop that becomes one of their main locations is kind of like, it's a little bit creepy, but a little bit homey. where it have all these old jars and stuff. I'm seven point five pumpkins. This after a couple like slower episodes, this one kind of brought it back.
2: Hmm. Cool. Is that it for us? Okay, let's move on to the sixteenth. Then, so I started off the day with actually, yeah, I, I didn't do a, a theme this this day. Uh, I, chitty
0: I, Chitty Bang Bang.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I did a movie that uh, Adam recommended. Made his top twenty-five of uh, the decade. Coherence from oh,
3: 2013. I got this on my list. Yeah, I'm hoping to check it out before the end of the month. So
2: a group of friends reunite at a dinner party one night in California when, uh, as a comet is passing overhead. Um, a power outage happens, and uh, they notice that one house is lit up in the neighborhood and everyone else is dark. So two of the people in the group decide they get some their glow sticks and they're going to go head over and check out. This house, and I guess the one guy has to make a phone call to his brother. His brother's like an astrologer or something? or Astronomer. Astronomer, and he said, you know, if anything, you know, this comic can make weird things happen. If you notice anything weird, you know, just get a hold of me. Yeah, I don't want to say much more than yeah. that. I think this is a good film just to go and not knowing anything. I'm going to say there, there was some kind of shaky camera movement that, you know, I didn't love. But other than that, I, I love this movie. It would have made my top 25. Oh, record. yeah? I know you compared it to The, the Invitation. I, I think they're completely different films myself. I I don't know which one I enjoy more. I might still enjoy The Invitation more. And I, I will say this one, if you didn't count it on your horror, I don't know if it would count. It's like I don't know if I saw any lists that included his it horror. It's more... Sci-fi
0: It's still got like the, horror elements horror, when they yeah. yeah when they're out on like disappearing yeah and.
2: there's some definitely horror elements in there but um yeah I don't, don't want to say too much else uh, this is a movie I think everyone should watch it's very interesting I loved it I'm gonna give it eight and a half pumpkins out of ten yeah
0: it's well worth reading about there's a great interview with the director and how long he spent mapping this this story out
2: yeah actually I I went on a bunch of sites to kind of read everyone's thoughts and this one of them was with someone who had an interview with the director and he kind of gave some hints uh, to some stuff it's
0: incredibly I can't wait to revisit this I may revisit this this month um, awesome because uh, Tammy's really interested Uh, it's and it's so cheaply made Mm -hmm. but does yeah like the director didn't do much he wrote like that CGI Rango
2: or whatever Mm -hmm. and he's done some other projects but I don't think he's directed too much He's this Gore, Gore Verbinski's
0: like main side director. Guy. Okay. Um.
2: Yeah. This is another film that, like, Pawnee Pool is pissed. It's like I want to go buy this on Blu-ray, and it it it's only got a DVD in North America. And it has some. It has a couple Blu-rays like
0: in the world, but they' I don't. I, I feel like it's going to keep building up a because it was so low low budget, no promotion, and it just keeps getting more and yeah. more
3: traction. Yeah.
0: It's
2: it's just too bad. Like you find these gems, and it's like. You know, I guess they're gems because yeah. no one else fucking knows about them. They're throwing these shitty DVD releases. Like this, I want to see Scream Factory. Like you know, find this Blu-ray and give it you know some cool in-depth analysis work. on it. Oh
0: man, the, the behind-the-scenes stuff you could do with this. But e- even Pontypool would have been cool, like name. you said, yeah, to have I'll you know an interview with
2: a, a, a ling- what is it? A ling- ling- Linguist. I'm going to say lingu- linguini professor. Linguini. linguini professor. Um Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, everyone should watch it. It's a great movie. Again. You could probably wait and watch it in November. Maybe even actually, it might even be almost like, it'd almost be a good like December kind of New Year's, end of the year thing, even though it doesn't take place on New Year's. (laughs) I I just kind of
0: get that vibe from it. You know what I mean? Right. It's not the most like, one, it's- Anything that's usually done in California often doesn't have as much kind of autumn vibes. Yeah. But again, I
2: I do think you can count it as horror. Like I would not Mm -hmm. disinclude it, but-
3: it's because you just watched it, and you don't want to lose a point. Yeah. Is that why?
0: <laughs> no, but I also d- definitely see
2: like there's... Hey, man, it's on his best attention. 25 horror of the decade, hey, so yeah, right. it's hey, got to count as horror. Uh, you, what else did you guys watch? Or what did you guys watch?
3: Okay, going down the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, I watched Freddy's Dead. Oh, God. I used to think this movie was terrible. Like It is terrible. It's the worst. <laughs> I had a blast with this. It is almost like if uh, Freddy Is it Kruger... Bor tastic <laughs> Dude, it's almost like if uh, Freddy Krueger was Bugs Bunny... In a weird way. It is madcap. It's like watching a Warner Brothers cartoon. It's so zany and stupid. And the jokes landed for me. It's got Roseanne Barr and Tom I, Arnold. That was, was a bit weird. Alice Cooper. And I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I guess Alice Cooper. That was a bit strange. But <laughs> it was so madcap.
2: This they is was, the movie where it's like they just gave up. It's like, yeah, you know what? It,
3: it was. like. It's Ugh. almost like, like, you know what? We're going to have like uh, Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd fight. And the kids are Elmer Fudd. And he is Bugs Bunny. He has a Nintendo what? Power Glove. He has a power glove. <laughs> he is riding a broom outside this guy's window as he's in a tornado, like, doing the, I'll get you, my pretty. Like, it is stupid. It is awesome.
2: But it's so, u- I remember being, like, so ugly looking and so badly directed. I I, and didn't, like,
3: I thought, I had a ton of fun with this movie. I loved this it. This was, like, the pinnacle he,
2: of 90s, like, when films all had that, early 90s had that ugly, like, 90s. No, no cinematography, no like atmosphere at all to them.
3: I, I, I feel this had some interesting, cool atmosphere, oh. man. Yeah. As he's like oh, trying to leave uh, Elm Street and they go inside. It, yeah, I remember
2: last time I watched this, it was a, it was a tough finish. <laughs> I, I kind of I enjoyed it. it. Yeah. yeah. I interesting. It.
3: And it's so stupid. They even had like 3D. They threw the kitchen sink at you. Like everything <laughs> in this movie is zany and out of control. So what are you going to give it? I'm giving it 6.5. Like I <laughs> dug this. <laughs> <laughs> going from like the last yeah, yeah. two yeah. movies, like I, I'll,
2: I'll have to give it another yeah. shot. But I remember hitting this film a couple of times. I've seen it a couple of times every time. I feel time this I is it. the
3: first one they actually like. Just like, listen, this is no longer a horror movie. We are just going straight comedy boys. Like, yeah, fuck trying to scare people. This is what it is. I
2: just remember kind of the actors sucking too, like being annoying characters and their acting not being good. And just uh, yeah, like, uh, it, it,
3: I don't think it really meant it. Felt like, uh, who, who's that guy? Um, Eli Roth. It felt like he was in this movie. You know how he's in. It? He's not quite an actor, but he's there. Yeah, you're not selling me. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah.
0: Hollywood Hair Roth is as, yeah, yeah. as John Carpenter calls him. <laughs> that's kind of great. <laughs> um, cool. Well, I watched to start off the the night from 1927, The Unknown. This is Todd Browning's movie he made before Freaks. It's also based with a circus, and you've got this guy that's this guy that has no arms. And it's, it's Lon Chaney plays him, who I don't really know if I've seen Lon Chaney. Like, I've seen his son, of course. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the original Phantom? No, I haven't seen the original Phantom. Actually, he, I'm going to
2: try to watch that this month. I've never seen either of the original one.
0: He's excellent in this as this guy that's basically doing everything with his feet. And he's in love with this woman that's the owner of the circus, daughter, and he
3: the Uh, forbidden love
0: yeah but he and you think he's this nice guy and he turns out kind of sinister i don't think that's giving too much away Uh oh because
3: it happens pretty quickly is he like like, lighting smokes with his feet like is there any crazy like yeah uh, does all that like that does all that he's throwing
0: knives with his feet and
3: because i feel uh this might sound terrible it was the best thing about freaks was watching the people like just live day-to-day lives with uh their handicaps
0: so, it kind of gets like he has to make a gruesome decision to potentially get her. And, yeah, like, it definitely, uh, like, the ending is is a great ending. It does drag a little bit, kind of getting there, which I, I find sometimes, you know, with, with silent movies, it...
2: Oh, it's yeah, it's a silent one. Yeah, 27,
0: okay. Yeah, it would occasionally the title cards get a little bit too much. When mm. I start seeing title cards, uh, like, when they're having to do with a lot of explanation, Yeah. I, I kind of go, okay.
2: It's got a good length, though. My my problem is where you have an hour and a half, two-hour silent film. It's almost too much, I find.
0: Depends on what it is. Like, I can watch The Cabin of Dr. Kalargi, no mm-hmm.
2: problem.
3: I've actually never seen that
0: one. Um,
3: That's still a short movie, isn't it? Like an hour 20? I know like Nosferatu,
0: as much as I enjoyed it, I felt the length on that um, one. And there
2: was another one that I felt the length, I can't remember.
0: Like I never feel them on Chaplin movies, but they're usually yeah. pretty quick and, and, yeah. and, and Buster Keaton uh, films or Harold Lloyd or anything. The comedies I find hold up better yeah. for me. Yeah. I've never even heard of this movie and I just looked up,
2: it. it's never even had a DVD release. No, no. How did, How did you watch it?
0: Criterion. Oh, interesting.
2: Um. Yeah, it's it's never had anything. I wonder if they're going to put it out. Warner Brothers owns it apparently, so I don't know why this looks like something they would have thrown on one of the. It was like, a
0: good transfer, yeah, um, but it just showed up on Criterion Channel this month, so, oh, maybe, so the, maybe they're uh, maybe about they're working on it. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm going to give it seven pumpkins. I, I do think some of that laggy, extra story stuff takes away from the visualization, but there's this scene where this strong man is being pulled by two horses, and it's supposed to be like all set up for the circus, yeah, and it kind of goes. A bit off. And it's like, fuck, these are real horses doing this trick and they're pretending it's going off. It's crazy. Oh, it seems insane. Cool. Uh I followed up
2: Coherence with kind of the opposite going from a really good movie to... Incoherence. <laughs> from 1957, Plan 9 from Outer Space. Oh, amazing. I've never seen this movie embarrassingly so, even though I love Ed Wood. What did you think? Was it hard? No, I I enjoyed it. You know what? Yeah. Right? Like, so the, the movie is aliens enact the famous Plan Nine, which is pretty much their plan to bring the dead back to life. I don't remember what their reasoning behind it was. But yeah, I don't know. Like, the the acting is definitely some of it's awful. The dialogue, there's some mm-hmm. awful dialogue and, and readings. You know, clearly actors reading from a cue card, looking down. Oh, yeah, what is plan nine? Let me pull up my book and (laughs) literally read the the book, the script. Um, Kurzweil is, of course, awesome in there. Is the the terrible narration. What's his, uh, greetings, my friend. We are all interested in the future, for that is where you and I are going to spend the rest of our lives. And remember, my friend, future events such as these will affect you in the future. Like that's, that's one of the opening lines. It's like, what? Like, that kind of shit is bad. But at the same time, it's not the worst film. Like, it it moves at a fine pace. Here's the reason why right away it's not the worst film. It looks kind of good. Like, there's some cool foggy sets and stuff with graveyard. Like, that stuff kind of looks cool. But the biggest thing is, like, the audio is, is synced fine. Like, the audio is, is on point. Like, it's got a cool score. It's got, like, all the sound effects. That's how you know it's not the worst movie. You want to see a bad movie, watch Birdemic. I was about to say
3: Birdemic is probably the worst I've ever seen. It
2: cuts to someone who the the audio is clearly recorded in a busy restaurant, and then it cuts the other guy's audio who is in a studio with no... So like having this conversation back and forth, that's the worst movie of all time, okay? like You want to see... This movie is just like it, it's a poor movie, but I don't know. I, I had fun with it. I think, um, what's the name? Tor Johnson looks great as like the zombie with the blank white yeah. eyes.
3: Well, he wasn't wearing any makeup, was he? He was just a guy with white eyes,
2: yeah. But yeah, he's like this he's a wrestler, yeah. He's covered yeah. in like, like cobwebs or whatever. But I thought he looked cool. Mm. He's just he just has an interesting presence. Like, what a mm. great look for uh, a zombie! You know, Vampire is in there, Vamp- Vampira. Vampira is in there, Bella Lugosi. They don't really have much to do, they just kind of look frightening, but. I don't know. I, I didn't um I didn't mind it. I mean it's it is what it is. I'm gonna give it six pumpkins out of ten. Like I'll watch it again. Yeah, I could see it becoming kind of a yearly tradition. Like some I know some people have this. as is like one of their you know yearly October traditions. So it was fun. I I didn't hate it. I I mean there's some atrocious stuff about it for sure. But yeah, by far not you know I, I could off the top of my head, probably name five way worse
3: films. So it, it was just like, yeah. What we should do is like, I remember we watched some really shitty movies for the podcast. I'm wondering mm-hmm. like, what would be the worst that we've ever seen? Yeah. Well,
2: thinking, I've always wanted to do a month of like so bad it's yeah, good. Yeah,
3: because there kind of was some like the ones that was just like bad. It was like a few Krampus movies that were like, ooh, this oh, is Oh, those, those were bro. real. Yeah, those. That was
2: a slog. Those uh, knockoff Krampus yeah. were tough. Watches. Even
3: Birdemic was fun. because See, was Birdemic so is fun because
2: it's so bad. Yeah, th- those are the best ones where yeah. it's like it's so bad that it's like every senior laughing yeah. about like what? How did this? How did you think this is good? Yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyways, I, is that it? No, I watch. I watch some more. So I watched Roseanne. I Believe this is from 1993. Uh, Roseanne Halloween Four. Is this the... Um, or 92. Is this the one where she gets visited by the ghost? Yeah. Oh, that, that, what'd you think? Yeah, I, I did not like that. Oh, episode no. at all. Oh, man. That's such an iconic story, visited by the three ghosts. I... Just thought this was a <laughs> terrible rendition of it. I'm going to give it 5.5 palm because I don't Ooh. need to shit on Roseanne, but oh, that hurts.
2: It's yeah, you're,
3: you're killing Kyle. Yeah, yeah,
2: literally the hackiness of of this one. Friday the 13th and now Roseanne. What's next? What it, what
0: other things <clears> do I love <throat> that I have <laughs> tear apart? Hey,
3: do you have any pictures of your kids you could show him and yeah. see, see what he says about? <laughs> <laughs> it? Other,
0: than, other than the late ones, this is my least favorite. I will say that I just it's such a
2: great mm. idea that she's yeah. lost the spirit of Halloween and mixing that with a classic Christmas tale and going back to her in the present or the past where she's like pulling pranks, pranks. as a kid and stealing Jackie's candy mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah. I, I just like and then her in the future too where she's pretty much become her mom and
0: yeah. i i think the concept is good i i think th- the thing that kills me for the most part on the show is the writing in general and uh this one i found is, uh, is other than i get to rough. the end it's just like r- really rough it's so fucking Sitcommy hacky. I just can't. I'm. I don't know, man. Every time I
2: watch Roseanne these Halloween, I'm always laughing my head off. <laughs> I guess it's more towards my uh, your your taste, my
3: intelligence or taste. you know. Are you saying that you're more highbrow than Adam? Is yes, that what you're yeah. saying? <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I actually watched a bunch of uh, specials. Um, I haven't got through all my favorites, so I decided I was so gonna get through them no, all tonight. No Roseanne is what you're saying. <laughs> Uh, so I started off with Witch's Night Elf 1978. This has kind of become a new favorite for me. This one I could watch with the kids. Uh, th- I talked about it last year, I believe. This is mm-hmm. like this kind of unknown Canadian production. Uh, Gilda Radner does a voice in there, Catherine O'Hara. The art style is kind of like all the characters are one color, but with detailed surroundings. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, the story is this witch is disgruntled up in her mansion because no one really cares about Halloween anymore. You have these kids that are... Um, they're, they're trying to scare everyone, but no one's afraid of their costumes, so they wish they could be have really scary costumes, so the witch figures out a way to make them both happy. She's going to get her Halloween by turning the kids into monsters. They get to be scary monsters, and she gets to scare the town and bring the spirit of Halloween back. Yeah, it, it's just really fun. I enjoy this one. Uh, seven pumpkins out of ten. I mean, not nice. too much to say about it. I followed it up with... The Jefferson Season 6, Now You See It, Nice. Now You Don't. Uh, this is a two-parter from 1979, two episodes, which is kind of interesting to do a two-parter for Halloween. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this has kind of become a new Halloween favorite for me. Uh, the Jeffersons are having a Halloween party. Everyone's dressed as famous movie stars. You, of course, have um, George with lots the of chaplain. great insults between him and uh. Florence, the housekeeper. Yeah, he. she's He's Chaplin. They're all like these old kind of Groucho? Groucho comedians. Marx? Uh, she's not. She's um. Uh, she's like some sultry.
3: Oh actor. no, I, I can't seeing, remember her name. Someone plays one of the Marx Brothers, like Gabo?
2: Yeah, I know. I know two of them are Laurel and Hardy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the white guy and the the black girl. I bring that up because they're like, there's a lot of jokes yeah. that George insults them as a mixed couple. It's like, why don't you guys just go as a zebra? Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I don't know. This show was like George is still hilarious. I mean, it may not be for everyone. He's obviously. <laughs> You know, I I find him
3: absolutely amazing. Yeah,
2: I, I'm just so so surprised, like how he might well be that one of the most racist
3: people on TV. Actually, yeah, like he's a,
2: he's just mean, but it, like it's such it a works. fun kind of like you know he he likes these yeah, people. Yeah, him, him and Archie Bunker. This is on
0: that same uh, set, you
3: guys. Yeah, had.
2: yeah. But anyways, I didn't even mention the main plot is Wheezy. is actually they have. Um, A telescope out on their porch because one of their friends was looking at the stars or something Uh, and she happens to see a murder across the street some guy in a bunny outfit and that guy ends up showing up at the apartment building Halloween party yeah it's just so much fun like I'm gonna give it eight and a half out Um, of pumpkins out of ten like it's just an episode that is funny and then you but you have all the Halloween there's a lot of um, Halloween stuff in there so
3: it's a blast they have a chaplain off don't they
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. There, it's yeah, kind there's of fun. A, yeah. So, and then I, I kind of did the, my three favorites that I watch every year: Roseanne season two, Boo from nineteen eighty nine. This is, of course, the start of the famous prank war, and you have a really cool haunted house at the end. I don't need to talk about because I've talked about every episode. I feel like of Shocktober. <laughs> Adam, every Adam, Adam, wake up, Adam! Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: quick, quick, with sleeping, snoring, buddy.
2: I'm gonna probably give that one. Nine pumpkins out of ten. Oh, holy
3: moly!
2: Uh, to me, that's <laughs>
3: okay. Th- is that like a knee jerk reaction to his like? Uh, no, I think you've
2: always given it. <laughs> a yeah, half. I usually sure. give it eight and a half or nine. It is one of those ones yeah. I've seen every year. This, it's kind of like I almost feel like I need to take a break a couple yeah. of y- years and, and give it some time. It's just like it's everything I love. Like it's them telling, trying to scare each other, pranks, cool costumes, costumes, a Halloween pr- like.
3: Unlike some and of the other specials, at- that are, atmosphere too,
2: right? Yeah, some of the other ones are like other shows go too far. It's like, that's realistic. I can do that. I can put together a cool costume. I can put together a cool little haunt in my house. I can try to, you know, maybe I need to start a prank war with Becky. I don't know how she'd be down with that, (laughs) but maybe I'm going to start that next year. Um, I followed up with Martin season one, the night he came home from 1992 This is another favorite. Uh, This is even one like she's like, Becky was like, Yeah, no, that actually is a good episode, despite, you know, not caring about Martin, which I agree. I tried getting through the show and it's slogging. It doesn't hold up. But uh, this episode is fantastic. This episode actually almost works on a scary level at times, too. But it's also, I think, like a lot of the humor, at least in this episode, works. Like them again, insulting each other. Hmm. I, I don't know. I thought, like, I was chuckling during a lot of this. But this is one where Martin goes on how, like, you know, women are the ones all frightened. You know, men are all tough. They don't get Mm -hmm. frightened. And uh, they decide they're having a little uh, Halloween get-together at their house, and they're going to... He learns that uh, the old man... um, I can't remember his name, but the old neighbor with the one leg that used to chase after them uh, died in that apartment years before, and they're going to hold a seance to try to bring him back. And, uh, yeah, this episode is fantastic. You get to see a good scare on mine. It's amazing. Uh, I'm going to give it eight and a half. And this might be the first year
0: you didn't... Impersonate Marn
3: <laughs> Should I <laughs> ch- could, ch- could, ch- Can we get a little Janene <laughs> Is Janene in this episode No She's not uh, Yeah I forgot
2: about her
0: She's
3: not in this
2: one. She might have been In the later season When they were kind of Looking for new characters yeah. It does have him As like the little kid Where he's <laughs> like uh, He comes like Playing darp Well he shows up Like the night Before Halloween She's like It's it's like 11 o'clock at night The day before Halloween <laughs> You know, what are you doing here? And he's like, I don't even have candy. He's like, that's perfect. I'm selling these bag of candy. 20 bucks. <laughs> and then when she doesn't buy it, she's like, you little cheap little witch. <laughs> um, I don't know. This is an episode... I know it's going to be hard to get listeners to watch an episode, of Martin. But mm-hmm. give this one a
3: go. Like, I think the humor—it it is good. I, I watched the it like humor two years works, but ago, as a, I really like enjoyed it enjoyed kind
2: it. of gets kind of frightening is this at the also end. Also on that set, no, I no, think, I, thought, I, I think can lend it, it on YouTube. I actually. can. I actually bought yeah, the season yeah. set just for this episode. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll probably never get through the rest of the show. Like I said, I tried, but. This episode, it's fantastic. It's like getting up there where maybe it's like because I haven't seen as much as good as the other ones. And then I finished off with uh, Home Improvement Season 3. This is my favorite Home Improvement Crazy for you from 1993. Again, this is the one where Tim has uh, an obsessed fan. And uh, yeah, Yeah. it's kind of, again, kind of creepy. But again, very Halloween. There's a lot of pranks throughout. One of the really cool Halloween party at the end. Great costumes, great. Uh, Home Improvement 2, it has one of the coolest Halloween scores. Like I, I wish they would put all the music they've had in their Halloween episodes onto like a, a, a CD desk. or vinyl or something because I would probably pick it up. It, it's it's mm-hmm. stuff that like, I don't know, it's it's kind of fun and, and cool. It just, it has that like 80s, I don't know, reminds me of like that 80s, you know, Halloween party.
3: Atmosphere kind of deal. Yes,
2: yeah, so I don't know how to describe it, but I think it's great. But yeah, I'm going to give this one nine pumpkins out of 10. That'll be ne- next year. I'll. I'll uh Yeah, I, I'm not you saying, that, I don't think you need to go through all the home improvements. I don't think they're all going to work for you. I'll, I think they're all like very halloween at least. <laughs> These are ones at
0: least, I've said before, like, Roseanne I never liked as a kid. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So have no And I, Home Improvement... Yeah, there, there's some stuff that works, too. Like, again, the insults with him and Al,
2: and, like, he's just such an... There's some funny stuff, like, he calls, like, the operator to ask for the number for 911, and he's like, okay, slow down, slow down. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, that kind of stuff makes me laugh. And, again, like, you know, I like these ones where these guys think they're all macho, and it mm-hmm. kind of plays off that. So, yeah, 9 Pumpkins out of 10. These, to me, are the the three... To watch, I think Jefferson's is slowly adding to that group, and probably Full Bars is adding to that group of like you know classic and and witches I don't maybe even as well to me like if I'm doing you know a disc of the best Halloween specials these to me are it so yeah that's uh, how I did my night so not a theme but I did it, it was kind of a theme and it was, it was a, the, a sitcoms from the nineties yeah yeah
3: I watched uh Stranger Things season two episode uh, three but we'll talk about that when I'm I'm done
0: uh, I watched from twenty eighteen. Don't Leave Home, it's an Irish movie. Uh, I don't know if you've heard about this. It's a American artist who is referencing another painting that this priest did of this little girl in front of, like, the Virgin Mary. And then the next day she disappears and she's never been found again. And she's made a miniature. And then this artist who's been reclusive reaches out to her to come visit again. Hmm. The
2: IMDb rating is not kind, (laughs) but that doesn't mean anything. Sometimes it's like it's not for everyone, so.
0: Yeah, there's a lot to like about this. The place where it's set is amazing in Ireland. The total atmosphere, everything, and the overall concept, once it kind of comes into play, is great. Hmm. Unfortunately, it's just a little too sleepy, I think, in a lot of the other elements to kind of, bring it together some of the reasoning behind things ends up not making sense hmm. I, I think because of that but i i think it's wor- worth a watch i'm gonna give it 6.5 pumpkins i i guess i'd like it more than the imdb people
2: yeah I'd, I'd, i mean again i i find any kind of film likely said if it is kind of slower than it's usually
0: going to get a lower rating it definitely has a slower pace uh but good performances all around cool and then I ended the night with season one, episode sixteen of Grimm. So we're going. I'm still going through all the Grimm. And uh, this back one,
2: when shows used to be like twenty something episodes. A season. Yeah,
0: there is. There is. Uh, and this one is the. It's called the Thing with Feathers from 2012. Another really solid episode of Grimm. I, I feel like I'm now starting to. Watch the show that I really Get really into like. It, eh? What did that last five, six seasons or something? Or I think it's yeah, six seasons. Yeah. Um, hmm. Which was on NBC. This show lasting six seasons is crazy.
2: It's weird. Cause, like it sounds interesting. It's just like one of those shows. I think I like I heard of it, but I didn't. You know, I never heard anyone talking about yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like I, I've heard of everyone talking. I know Supernatural. I hear about that all the time. For some reason, I, I don't really
0: ever remember anyone even mention this. I think it's almost even more idiosyncratic. So it's not as, like... Supernatural seems like somebody can just, like, pop in and waste time. Well, it's, it's like yeah. a teen kind of Monster of the Week, X-Files yeah, and, thing. Yeah, and you can put it in the background. It doesn't There's a little bit more going on in terms of, like... There's, like, super corny humor above, and there's also, like, under occurrence of like running gags you kind of have to pay attention oh, to so it's
3: like a rest development kind of deal like, you gotta know the characters you gotta know like the... it's definitely okay, not on not, the same okay, level as yeah, Development. Listen, terms, nothing is yeah. right
0: um, but yeah I, I, I i've been really really watching this like we'll probably because i don't think i'll get done the first two seasons but i think i'll probably do both seasons because it feels like a great show to watch in november as well yeah and then i i bet next year we'll we'll continue with the next ones awesome okay well let's move on to the 17th so I started the, the morning because now I'm not into the, the evenings after work, uh, on Saturday, watching something that Kyle had recommended the last episode. And this was from, I believe, 1939 so this, uh, this was something Kyle recommended the last episode, from 1939, "The Cat and the Canary," okay. with Bob Hope yeah. and, and Paulette Goddard. My goodness was this good. Good Oh, fun my fun movie. Uh, such a fun movie. I've never really seen Bob Hope. Yeah, me neither. In in much other than Bob Hope, the guy that was hosting award shows or whatever, and, yeah, and, and talking to the troops or whatever. He's great in this. Super like yeah. cammy all the time, but it's it still got good. Feel, yeah, good like comic interplay. Like he, it's just a great haunted house movie. It's kind of everything I want in a haunted house movie, like secret passages, a spooky setting. It's on the bayou in Louisiana. I love the bayou. Honestly, after watching Hatchet. This is just like so embarrassing for Hatchet. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, <laughs> but it, just in terms of like using the setting, like in Hatchet, you can mm. tell they're not actually there a lot of the yeah. time. That's probably the truth to this one too but you feel like you're in the bayou awesome um i'm gonna give this one 8.5 pumpkins Holy wow p- yeah you enjoyed it even more than i yeah.
3: did yeah how did you check this out did you have the uh, dvd i got or? it from
0: the, yep. the blu-ray from kyle i actually ordered it on a sale oh nice because i love this i'm gonna watch it again i couldn't believe how much i love this like i thought it'd be oh like a cool movie from you know yeah the, the 30s it's something you
3: put on and laugh when they do that. K- k- k-
0: Everybody's great in it. All the actors are so good. Now, did you follow it up with... uh... No, I'm going to do that this week. I'm going to follow it up with Ghost Keeper or Breaker. Ghost Breakers, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyways, so that's what I started the day off with. Awesome. Cool. Uh, I started the day off,
2: uh, my theme this day was uh, I'm trying to get back into the Universal Monsters, but like the sequels. I've never tackled the sequels Um... other than Bride, of course. But before I did that, because I was going to do the, the first sequel, which is the Dracula sequel, and I've I've done the Bella Lugosi many times. I haven't done the 31 Spanish version in a long I'm time. I'm so, um, I want to check that on the Blu-ray. If anyone doesn't know what this is, I guess they filmed this the same time as they filmed the one we all know and love from 31 with Bella Lugosi. But they filmed it at night, and they were able to use the same stages, the same lighting. I think they actually even said they, they had the same... Um, uh, markers on the floor. Same schedule. So same, everything is kind of staged the same. Costumes were a little bit, like the women were a little bit more revealing in this one. A lot of people consider this version better. Like the actors are a little bit more livelier. I disagree with that. I. <laughs> I my biggest problem is, I mean, the movie's titled Dracula and Bela Lugosi is, I get the 31 has a lot of issues. It's dry, you know, it's very stagey. But Bela Lugosi is so good in that. This one, the guy, uh, Carlos... Whatever, I'm not gonna pronounce his name right. The plays jacket He's just almost too goofy. Like he's I guess I, I I read that like he was the only one that was allowed to see what the US production was doing and so he was trying to ape Belagosi style. Uh. But it comes off as like a Mel Brooks like someone trying to be campy like he can't pull it off. And it, it's just like his expressions just make me laugh. Like it's just silly. <laughs> like
0: Lugosi is the first movie.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well they they both come out the same year. Yeah, like time. I mean
0: like the Yeah, 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 yeah the yeah. the American yeah. version. Mm-hmm.
2: So I don't the other thing is too, and I don't know why it's not like I I didn't feel it that much, but it's 30 minutes longer and I don't know where because what, it, the
3: Spanish? Was,
2: yeah, the Spanish version oh, is is like an hour and a half, so it, this is not like a short 60-70 yeah. minute movie. This is an hour and a half, hour 40. And like I don't know where that went. <laughs> yeah. Cuz I didn't notice any extra scenes like I don't know if they drag stuff on a bit longer, but like yeah. Anyways, had you watched this one before? I've seen it a while, like a long time ago, this second time I've seen it, but I haven't seen it, you know, I've been watching all the other ones the last couple of years. So I'm going to give it still seven pumpkins out of 10. I, I think it's still worth a watch. Like I said, a lot of people consider this the better version if you're going to watch one of the two, but I, I just, I need the Bella Lugosi for me. Like I think, you know, I need those long fingers and doing that, the, uh, the mm-hmm. Bela Lugosi uh, mannerisms and whatnot. So yeah. Oh, and sorry, I guess I'll, I'll, I followed it up with uh, Dracula's Daughter from 1936. Oh. Now, this is the immediate. It takes place uh, immediately after the, the 31 film of Lugosi. Von Helsing is arrested and charged with the murder of Dracula, which I thought was kind of a fascinating way mm-hmm. of going about the sequel. You find out that Dracula has a daughter, Countess Maria Zaleska, I think was her name. And it, she's just vampire as well, but she's... Sees it as a curse and kind of wants to find a, a cure to get rid of the, the vampirism. Um, I did not enjoy this movie at all. It, it, it was dull, boring. It, it just didn't do. Nah, four pumpkins out of ten. Ooh. It's it's hard to get me motivated wow. about the sequels when we get this, where it's just like, ah, oh, this sucks, man. But I did I, I did stick with it a little bit more. Um, I, I don't know if I'm going to get through them all because there's so many. And yeah, again, a lot as the sequels go on, they're no longer sixty, seventy minute movies. They they're got all kind of an hour up there. and a half. So. And yeah, sometimes I feel you, you feel the pace. As much as that. You know, I think an hour and a half is a reasonable yeah, amount yeah. for a movie, that's normal. That's, if anything, that's low these days. But I don't know, there's something about those Universal Monsters they, in that 67 minutes just feels perfect. I feel some of these old films, when you do stretch them out the hour and a half, you kind of feel it. It's It just feels unneeded at times. And this one, I, I definitely felt that I was not, not into this at all. So
3: yeah, what else did you guys watch? I uh, did a double feature of uh, Mr. Bogarty and oh, nice. The Bride of Boogity. I haven't seen The Bride of Boogity before, but I'll get into it. But, like, Mr. Boogity, I love this movie. It's such a fun, campy kids movie. The family is so lovable. And, like, kind of everything that they come, they just take with a joke and they just kind yeah. of laugh it off. Well, the
2: guy runs, like, a gag city. Yeah, I've or... given <laughs>
3: Boogity eight eight pumpkins. Like, I love it. And it's, a sh- it's, like, an it's hour. Like very short yeah. An hour. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah like so. 50 minutes. So mm-hmm. I had time to do the second one, which I feel um, supersedes Mr. Boogity. It's like an hour and a half. Oh, you like it better. Wow. I love this movie. It's a Bride of I guess I've never uh, seen this one. It's good comes still. Yeah, back from the grave and like uh, he wants to take the uh, one of the girls is wearing his wife's uh, old uniform. Uh, isn't it Eugene uh, Levy? You got is it? yeah. like the um, he's the old guy who runs the old hardware store who doesn't like the new gag store taking away his business. Well, he, he's years. like
2: very serious and he isn't like fun. He doesn't like he's like, like the anti fun guy. guy. Yeah,
3: but the thing is, he buys a, a wax museum. And all this antics secure with the Wax Museum coming to life. It is so much fun, man. Like I love this movie. I'm going to give it yeah, probably in the same par eight pumpkins out of ten. Yeah, it they're is they're both so great. Much. I just see Eugene Levy as like the uh, oh I'll tell you a thing or two about a thing or two. These are two awesome. movies I
2: feel too are very kind of undiscovered, mm-hmm. un- underrated. Like again, I guess it didn't help that they were hard to find. Yeah, for Disney years. is like, kind of
3: trying to bury their like. And if you do
2: want it, you can you have to join their club to buy it, which, which is insane. it's shitty, only right? got a DVD release. How did you watch
3: them, Matty? I stole them off Kyle. Yeah, I, I pretty much joined the wanted. club <laughs> just
2: for this. So if you guys ever want, yeah. I can get you the movie from the club it's like you know with their discounts it ends up being like 10 bucks or something hmm. it's the only way to get it it's it's worth owning both and you get
3: both of them on there but yeah, yeah
2: I, I feel like not enough people talk about them for it's you know, awesome for like, family and the, the
3: atmosphere is Halloween. great like the effects look really cool mr Bodie is kind of spooky like yeah
2: and somebody isn't that the girl from buffy is the daughter in that in, christy swanson in, is in she, part two right um, or is she part one i, think I she's don't one.
3: know okay I, did, I didn't recognize either of them but
2: okay
0: I had a total thing for her and the Buffy. Days. Oh, yeah. Uh, cool. Well, I then watched from 1979, Zombie Flesh Eaters, or Zombie 2. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. Fucci. Uh, Fucci. So, I had not seen this before. Wow. Opens amazing. That first shot is fantastic it sets it up i'm i'm like super pumped are you talking about the shark versus zombie (laughs) so that is incredible too the shark versus zombie is incredible it's insane right all of the action in this movie is incredible the end is incredible all the setups with the zombies the way the zombies look unfortunately a lot of the movie isn't that a lot of the movie is bad dub explanation of what the hell is going on in the most blunt way And it just took me out of it. Like, I was, like, pumped at the beginning. And then I got a half an hour of, like, these lifeless, Pharaoh's sister is there, you know, not really great. And I'm usually okay with this. Like, Suspiria has some of those things. Yeah. And that's one of my favorite movies. But it kind of brings, all of that dialogue seems to move it along. like Or it's done in in an over-the-top, aggressive way.
3: I just found it kind of sleepy, yeah, I don't remember anything about this movie other than the action scenes, to be honest with you. They're incredible. The zombies look yeah. great, too. The zombies look yeah,
0: amazing. But... I feel so kind of cheated. Oh, man, I, I love this movie, too.
2: Um, Jesus, Adam. You're, you're literally... He went through my favorite movies, and he's like... But d- don't you agree uh, that some of those sections drag? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I might have thought that the first time. I, I love this movie. I watch it all the time, and I don't, I, I, don't, like, I don't feel it drags it. I don't know. I don't remember it dragging. There's, like, a scene every, like, a kill or something every 10 minutes or something.
0: Uh, not th- it's only an hour and a half long. Th- for the thir- first 30 minutes after the opening, there's nothing.
3: Hmm. Yeah, I remember the first 30 minutes were a bit...
0: That And that's what... The the last half an hour of the movie is freaking incredible. But I had to spend the whole movie getting there. And, and, and I none of the lore I really care about or what's going on. And, and that's, unfortunately... Well, I'm going to give it 6.5 pumpkins. Oh,
3: wow. uh, If you want to go ahead and uh, <laughs> we're just going to put his, yeah, uh, yeah, his, yeah, his email. Yeah. We are going to take a, a, a lesson from Robert uh, Ebert. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we'll post his uh,
2: address here. Just send all your, your hate mail.
0: I do wonder this <laughs> is one I'll probably revisit not next year, but maybe in a following year or, or just mm-hmm. again and see if going into it, knowing that there's going to be like. There's a lot of cool, like. I don't know. To
2: me, I just, I like all, all the, the set design stuff, like all the dead bodies. Isn't there like a bunch of dead bodies like bagged up or something they have in the in the, the little town and like... Yeah, that's... The zombies a, rising from the dirt.
0: That's, and a, like, that's yeah. all in the back half of the movie because they're in New York City for a ton of it and then they go and they have to find the couple with the boat and and then there's the gratuitous, you know, her putting on her scuba stuff and then you get in with a shark. But even after that, then you go on the island and there's a bunch of build up there which is fine at that point i'm okay yeah. but that initial 30 it's like none of this is interesting i oh, don't care about the score
2: is fucking great too the
0: score is amazing also the score is downplay yeah. Fabio Frizzy. so i'm gonna do more fuchi before it's all said and done
2: yeah that's the, that's the pinnacle for some people
0: what do you think about watching
2: you have you seen
0: any of his other stuff no i've seen nothing
2: oh yeah yeah fuchi might not yeah, I'm curious Fucci may not be yeah. Fucci's Fr- a guy that has no plots I don't care if there's no plot this- usually his films have a little more, more atmosphere but yeah there's there's usually no plot it, you're pretty much watching his films for the atmosphere and the kills I think the, I, I think source.
0: if there was atmosphere if there was cool mm. I think I've also been hurt because I watched a couple New York movies that like just kill it with the, the atmosphere. like atmosphere uh, realism and, and the grittiness and this felt like just somebody that yeah yeah
3: um, let me know what you're gonna watch. I'll try to watch the them with you. Yeah,
0: I'll I'll let you
2: know. Watch, watch the Beyond next, and if the be, you don't, yeah, enjoy, that's the one I have. If on you don't again. enjoy the Beyond, then Fuji's not for you because those are kind of from two different yeah. sides of Fuji. I mean, I guess he's done some giallos, but you know, that's not the Fuji we know and love. And that may be, I guess you could like them. Was it the New
3: bit. York Ripper we could probably do?
2: Well, don't don't torture <laughs> ducklings, or not don't torture, is it Don't Torture Ducklings? Some yeah. people consider his best film, yeah, but. The reason people talk about Fuji is pretty much Zombie, The Beyond, and yeah. City of Living Dead. I would say maybe housed by the Cemetery, but yeah. If if you don't enjoy The Beyond, then uh, don't. I, I would say don't bother because that's kind of yeah. That's all got all the cool atmosphere, great kills, a plot that doesn't make any fucking sense. And I don't yeah. <laughs> that doesn't need I, to make I, sense. I don't yeah. care
0: about that at all. Yeah. This one actually, the plot made lots of sense, and that yeah. was actually a problem I had. Okay, yeah. so yeah, maybe I'll yeah. like his
2: more dreamlike uh, films, but yeah, that's well. Wow. That hurts, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was pumped for it, too, because uh, mm-hmm. I've got the, like, the cool cover
3: where
2: the splinter goes yeah, through yeah. the eye. and
0: Oh, that kills fucking, oh, that's a tough
2: one. Amazing.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Cool. Again,
0: I like so much about this, but I remember sitting there being like, what the fuck just happened in this movie? I, I
2: get what you're saying. I don't know. I guess, like, maybe at, once you've seen it the first time, you know going in what you're expecting.
0: I don't know. I Part of me might uh, thought about that afterwards, like a couple of days later, because I was starting to be, like, pissed off at this movie <laughs> for ruining all these things that I thought were amazing. Oh, and that finale is amazing,
2: too. <laughs> yeah. Amazing in the yeah. church. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, cool. I, well, I watched Identity that, that day, so yeah, I'll yeah. skip ahead. What else did you guys do?
0: So... I watched The Haunted Strangler, a.k.a. Grip of the Strangler, from 1958, directed by Robert Day and starring Boris Karloff. Um, This was another one that Criterion is featuring this month. It's basically, there's this notorious killer that's been going around strangling people, but then cutting them up because he's only got one arm. (laughs) And the the opening scene is this hanging (laughs) scene. Are they just jealous? (laughs) (laughs) And uh,
3: two arm motherfucker over here <laughs> flaunting his left hand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, it's got these like amazing first scene, all these reaction shots of watching this hanging that's happening throughout the town, and it's incredible. The whole movie has this amazing atmosphere and a really incredible performance by Boris Karloff, who's this prim and proper doctor, but it's kind of a Jekyll and Hyde thing.
3: Oh, he's got like a dark side, and his
0: hide is amazing.
2: Didn't the unknown you watched also have the killer without arms?
0: Well, yeah, that one had no arms. This one has one arm. arm. (laughs) And they're both misleading in those descriptions. Um, (laughs) Lots to love about this. Other than kind of, it kind of sets it up and it's kind of this mystery. I'm super into it. But once it kind of brings in more of the family stuff and it starts to drag a little bit before he kind of like goes plot gets uh, wild again the pl- yeah the plot kind of gets away and it's a short movie for the plot to kind of get in the way in that respect i i still think there's a lot to really like about this one as as well i've gone between I, I think i'm gonna give it i i was between 6.5 and 7 but i might give it a 7 going
3: 7 eh cool
0: no i'm gonna give it 6.5 pumpkins Six, never nah, mind it's going down I, yeah like i'm more think about it there, there's just like a big section in the middle that just kind of drops a ball and the ending doesn't really have mm. the payoff. The twist is great and the way it's done is is awesome. And and again one of Boris Karloff is amazing in it. Awesome. Great performance.
2: Cool. What else you got?
0: I watched Marianne uh, the final episode, season season one, episode eight, I guess it will be the, the uh... only one. Unfortunately this it sounded like there was three seasons planned for this but he made them self-contained. Oh, awesome. That's why I would still recommend it. I don't think you're dissatisfied. The kind of like opening of where it could go is kind of like a normal opening that you might see in another kind of horror movie. Honest Marty on a Tuesday is what this one is called. Ends it, I think, in a really, really effective way. I do feel like it's not the best episode of the the season, but it does wrap it up in a nice uh, sort of way. Nice little bow. So again, I'm going to give it 7.5. I would recommend you guys watch awesome. the show. Yeah,
3: I might wait till like November to check it out. If well, we'll see how this next couple of weeks play out yeah, for us.
0: I'd, I'd... Yeah, it might be. I know Hannah doesn't. It's 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 spooky. Yeah,
3: she might not dig it.
0: It's spookier than Stranger
3: Things. Yeah. <laughs> I still got a couple episodes of that left too. So, uh...
0: Uh, and then I I'll quickly go through. I watched four episodes of Roseanne. Nice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow, you went down. So did you, you did them all, probably then, eh? Yeah, hopefully you didn't do the last like one or two. Oh, we did. did. Where it's not Halloween at all. Um,
3: is that
0: those, Jerry Garcia. Is that Jerry Garcia? Oh yeah, there's, that one is bonkers. That, that one's
3: yeah. unwatchable. But.
0: Oh, the the one after that.
3: That's the one where they meet the absolutely fabulous
2: girls. Yeah, I don't yeah. count those two. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I skip past those. But so so sorry, go
0: on. Halloween five. This is more uh, that there's a. Uh, like, pranks that they're going to pull. Yeah. It's kind of standard. Somebody... It's fun, though. It's okay. I like that one.
2: Yeah, I, that one's fine. Is that the one where, like, um, uh, the guy comes in and robs the uh, the diner and it's, takes her wedding ring? Yeah. That, that's got some good stuff where they got the dead body and, like, the... <laughs> The gross food. there He's like, oh, what did you do to that food? It's supposed to look like puke. She's like, surprisingly little. <laughs> and then she's like, he doesn't look dead enough. Give me that. And she gets a knife. And she's like, psh, psh, psh. <laughs> or, or yeah, the, the the guy, the bald guy, robs it. I'm looking, I'm looking. I'm, I'm I don't know. I, I think that's a funny episode.
0: Wow. uh <laughs> I remember. Uh, I'm giving it six pumpkins. Oh, oh. man. Skeletons in the in the closet, though, is the next oh, one I watch. That one's fun, too. Uh, I like that one. I, yeah, I like this one more. I, I thought this one was fun. Uh, I'm going to give it 6.5 pumpkins. Yeah. I still think Boo is probably the best one because I'm about to enter. But you didn't like Boo. Well, it's still the oh, best I thought, one. I thought you
2: liked the one where she's in the, the dress
0: as a guy the best. I think that's the funniest one. Oh, okay. But all the other stuff about why people like Boo, I yeah. I, I kind of get it. Um. The final chapter, this is her wrapping up all of the stuff, and then it's got this weird thing with her having a baby, and Jerry Garcia shows mm, yeah, up. Oh, that's awful. Um, Other
2: than the opening with the, the grandma and the, the black screen. Oh, right, yeah. That, that episode
0: sucks. 3.5 pumpkins. Yeah, yeah, that's unwatchable. And then Satan's Baby, which is kind of like a Rosemary's Baby ripoff for the second half, it. and then an absolutely f- – this is the worst thing I've watched yeah. all month.
2: Those last two seasons are rough. Like, they're even from someone like me that really digs the show Roseanne, those last two seasons are unwatchable. Once they win the lottery,
0: forget about it. Yeah, forget about it. That's the last season when they win the lottery. Okay. Um, yeah. The, the, Satan's baby gets a two pumpkin. Yeah. It, it maybe should be a 1.5. Yeah. It's fucking. There's it's not even nothing Halloween, redeemable really, other than it. like. The Rosemary's baby yeah. ripoff. Ugh. Nothing um, redeemable. And it's bad, so yep, um, that's that. So you're gonna say, do not watch Roseanne
3: Halloween? <laughs> is the vibe I, I, I got? I would, for me. I
2: would probably say like, watch the first three. But you gotta admit that like, the first like it's a pretty Halloween heavy show. Yeah, yeah but with like, pranks and cosplays. Okay. The fifth one's okay. Okay, the fourth okay.
3: one's
0: okay. Like. Yeah,
2: yeah. You, you did you not watch the one where them she scares the neighbor and?
0: Yeah, so I've watched that, that before. And I, I, I didn't mean to rewatch the one, other one. Oh, okay. yeah. uh, I don't know if I'll ever watch any of them. Oh, Ma- man. Maybe Boo again. I, I doubt I'll watch any of the other ones. I just, the, the humor for me doesn't work on most. L- I can levels.
2: like quote those episodes. <laughs> I
0: can tell. <laughs> um, and I it's funny because I remembered, I remember the skeletons of the closet one, and I remembered the fifth mm. one because I remember him breaking his nose. So I remember yeah. seeing these as a kid, but they just never. Roseanne was the thing I had to put up with until the next Simpson episode was going to be on. <laughs>
2: See, um, what's the guy's name that Big Bang Theory is hanging in the uh, David? David, he's hanging in the freezer.
3: <laughs> he's like, oh I, yeah, can I come down? Shut up! <laughs> 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 like she's just such a bitch. I love it. Uh, anyway, well, what's the one that like um, <laughs> Darlene rips off someone's head? Is yeah, that, that, okay, is that
2: that's, one of them? That's that one too, where she's trying to scare. Uh, her. Yeah, we're, she, they're David's. making it look like David's having yeah. cheating. Man, we got it. We got to stop. We're going to end up talking about <laughs> Roseanne. Yeah, that, that one's all right it, for. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, what else do you guys watch uh
2: so i finished off the night with a really fun movie that's not necessarily a good movie but i enjoy it it's a amicus movie it's 1974 called the beast must die this is a movie this uh millionaire he's this big game hunter it's i think this kind of consi- i don't know why it's considered black exploitation flick just because the you know the lead or, or tour is uh is a black guy but I think it's considered black. So anyways, doesn't matter. He's a big game hunter. He gathers a group of people at his uh, remote mansion, six people, because uh, he suspects one of them is a werewolf. And he may, he goes through and says, like, you know, this person died when you were here and you did this and you tried. You were a cannibal when you went on this trip here. You tried eating people. So anyways, but why this?
3: Is this the one? Okay, it stops it. And who yeah. do you think
2: is a werewolf? It's not a really good movie, but the gimmick just works yeah. so well for me. So the, the whole time you're trying to guess who the werewolf is. The werewolf looks like shit. It's like some it's some uh, breed of dog that they, it's just a black dog. Mm. You know, when he's trying to mow it down with his machine gun, his, uh... anyways, it doesn't matter what it is, is it's kind of like a murder mystery and you're trying to figure out, but yeah, at the end it pauses the movie and you get like, now it's time for you to decide. And it opens up to even the beginning, like this is a movie where it's like a game, you're going to try to figure out who is the werewolf. So it pauses like the last 10, 20 minutes, whatever it is, and it's like, now it's time for you to decide. There's like a clock, and it's like, you have 30 seconds to figure out who it is, and it goes through each of the suspects, and you got to pick who you think is a werewolf. Mm. Yeah, I don't know.
3: The gimmick worked for me, actually. Yeah, it
2: totally works for me. I could see some people watching me like, this is a piece of shit. This is boring. It doesn't work for me. The werewolf looks like crap. I have fun with it. I'm gonna give it seven and a half pumpkins out of ten. This is a movie they should remake. Like, yeah, do it, but- do it good. Like, such a great idea. You have people in a remote cabin. Oh, yeah, and that's the thing too. He's got all cameras set up and he's monitoring them and listening to them. And there, there's just some there's some really cool stuff in there that it would. This is as much as I'm against remakes. I, I would totally be down with someone doing a movie like this where, you know, they're all under watch on this. I don't At this know, point, you would they call series. it a remake
3: or are they just like, yeah, we're just going to do yeah. this. But yeah,
2: <laughs> I dig this one. I know, uh, you know, I've seen low ratings on it. I could see it being not for everyone, but the gimmick uh, totally, sells, it works, for totally it, yeah. works for me. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's fun. Like even the beginning, it's just fun. They're trying to hunt him down mm-hmm. and, you know the hunter. It's just yeah, it's fun. It's kind of got that run, running man game of death, yeah, mm. uh, style.
0: Which to is, it up this part. was a question. Would you guys consider the most dangerous game? Most oh, so dangerous game. Sorry, a horror movie. <sighs> I would probably allow it. I don't know
2: because yeah. there's
0: a new transfer. It's not listed as a horror movie online, but it's listed on horror movie lists all the time. I, I
3: would I'd count give it, it to you, but yeah. I wanted to watch Heather, so what do I know? Yeah,
0: because I'm yeah. interested because it's got this new transfer.
3: Yeah. Well, I want to check it out, eh? Yeah.
0: Yeah, like, again, I what I do is
2: type it in, and it's like, even if IMDB doesn't say it, Letterboxd says it's horror, if you see it on a bunch of horror lists, and I would count it. Like, Heathers, I don't think you can yeah. find really any, anything. Anything yeah. with Heathers and horror related, but if you can type in Most Dangerous Game and, you know, the first 10 sites, one of them is, like, including it as a horror film or something, then you, you could probably count it, I would say.
0: I might... Yeah, may give it a go then. No, you maybe, got anything yeah.
3: else, Matty? That's it for the uh 17th for me,
0: and you're done. Yeah, uh, so keep so, going. So, <laughs> I uh, I jumped into the haunting uh, Blind Manor. Oh, did you? And I'm not disappointed at all that I did this. So, I will talk about this a lot. I'll warn you right now, I finished the ser- series this week. Oh, wow, um, eight episodes, uh, nine episodes. Holy, Jesus. shit. <laughs> and I started with the great good place, which is the opening. Amazing, And this is interesting because it's the same story as The Innocents that we just had yeah. watched. Did you get to watch this I week? did not. And all the stuff that The Innocents really hammers down, for the most part, is done much better in The Innocents uh, for me. But there's an expanded story and backstory with people that has done so well.
2: Well, I think he took The Innocents and he took a couple other stories that that writer did and combined them. Yeah,
0: he's the got more right Henry James stuff as it goes yeah. along. And uh, yeah, so for me, really solid first episode, uh, The Great Good Place, 7.5 Pumpkins. Uh, The next one is The Pupil. I'm also going to give it 7.5 Pumpkins. The next one stumbles a little bit for me. It's it's more of an origin story on the main character, and I feel like it's a little bit forced. It's The Two Faces Part 1. I'm going to give that one... I may even give that one six point five pumpkins.
2: Well, that's the thing about this series too. Flanagan did not direct all the episodes, unlike the first mm-hmm. season. Unfortunately, it's a mix he only of
0: drinks the pieces. first uh, the the directs the first one. Yeah. The best episode in the series and one of the best episodes of TV, he did not direct. So I oh shit and and with TV show cre- you said that about the last season too. You love this this shit. I eh? <laughs> uh, uh, there there's something I uh, like and again he's still the show creator. And and the show Runner. So a lot of the decisions still have to flow through on on television through Mm -hmm. that one person. He said the first one, though, he lost 40 pounds and, like, was so fucked up by the end of it because it's so draining.
3: Yeah, I guess that makes sense.
0: It's a lot. Like... Well, is, he, he's a director that hasn't really taken a break either. Like it seems like
2: he's got two movies out every yeah. year or something, in a TV.
3: and and doing this. And yeah. uh, there was one uh, shot in uh, the uh, what's that? The hunting of a hill house. Yeah. Where it's like pretty much just a single shot in a funeral home. It just keeps moving. and, yeah, moving, I, and moving and moving and it's fucking amazing. That
0: that episode's incredible. Yeah. The three middle episodes in the honey of yeah. uh, and and this might be something I revisit next year because I know it's an investment, but. You've got a guy that's performing at such a high level and is getting big yeah. budgets to make these television programs. Uh,
3: does this new one have the um, Easter eggs just like the other one so, does? So,
0: actually, the first episode is one of the hi- the highest amount I would say of the yeah. Easter eggs. There's a ton of things going on, nice. and there's always like shadows, and then I realize like somebody gets introduced later, and you go, "Fuck that! That's, that was that yeah. that person." Now, do you feel th- a
2: big complaint? I've
0: it Seen is definitely less it's horror. Not, yeah, it's not horror. It's not as, as horror. But is even the innocence
2: under. is not for a lot of it. I mean, the innocence has some great scaring moments, but I mean, I could see people.
0: It's still also the same being, thing. Yeah. i, I kind of wonder if you might. It does the gothic stuff so well in this mm. that going into it, like you were never horror wasn't the 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 main appeal for you on the first one. And this one doubles down on some of the things it did really well on the drama end. Uh, and the horror elements always feel well. that was my well.
2: problem with the first one. It wasn't enough horror, but I thought like all the drama stuff was well done, but I wanted more horror in it.
0: And I wonder if like this one, knowing going into it. Yeah.
2: Uh, I'm sure I'll enjoy it like the other one. I just, yeah, I, I'm going to probably wait till November if it isn't.
0: Anyways, Especially if it's not. Very, mm. very solid. And then I ended off the night with Grimm, season one, episode 17. This is another one from 2013. No, but
2: really, this is like eight hours in one day, right? Nine hours of TV and movies there? How many movies did you do? I did three movies and... Uh, nine TV shows or something? Nine TV and shows. Four of them were hour TV shows? Uh, s- like, you, you must have got um, up, got your, like, poured your bowl of cereal sat on the couch and then
3: really got up for sh- piss and shit Wait, breaks and is, is, is that like a butt of like jealousy in your voice? Oh, I'm totally pissed about it. <laughs> <laughs> you um,
2: can be with this shit. That's the thing. I, I have the disadvantage.
3: I, I have responsibilities, God I have, damn You it. know, I can't
2: get up and watch a fucking horror movie at 7 a.m. with kids there. Well, whose
3: fault is that,
2: buddy?
0: <laughs> hey, I got, I got to catch up the weeks. I don't have a lot of... The spare time is limited right now, so yeah. so. Anyways, a "Love Sick" is the episode. It's kind of bringing the lore a little bit more. Still has a great. All the episodes have these great like fall atmosphere. Uh, But I'm going to give it seven pumpkins, even though it does bring in another character that's going to play a a big role. And it's interesting. It's these two female actresses that weren't supposed to have main parts, and they're just so undeniably great on the show, and they fit it, that they ended up getting brought on full time.
2: Awesome. I might watch Grimm and Bly, uh, Bly Manor... Just so I can shit on them like Adam has shit on them. <laughs> all my favorites. Wait,
3: wait! Don't you shit on pretty much everything that we bring? Like, oh yeah, I loved Predatory. It sucked. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a hipster. Uh, yeah, that's
0: true. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, we we don't we've been hearing about you not liking our yeah, stuff for a long yeah. time. So. That is true. I'm
2: the I'm the, the Halloween horror hipster when it comes to the modern What's horror the popular. And Adam's the horror hipster, I guess, when it comes to 80s, What's 70s, 80s, old. Kind of the nostalgia. I
3: think favorites. it's '90s because of Roseanne.
0: I'm just gonna watch an '80s to shut you up there. That I give one the highest score. So <laughs> okay, that's coming up next, folks.
3: Okay,
2: can't wait. I'm just trying to create some drama. Yeah. <laughs> keeps me awake at night. It's late, guys. Um, okay, are we moving on to the 18th or? Uh, yeah,
3: cool. So I watched the uh, Simpsons Treehouse of Horror uh, 31, I guess. In Canada, it aired, but in America, it didn't, which is kind of weird. The new one? Yeah, the new one. that I watched on Sunday. What do you mean it didn't air? In, in- I, I, everything I'm reading says, like, this didn't air. I'm like, did I watch last year's episode or did I watch this year's episode? Tell us what happened in it, Maddie. It starts off with, like, a, a clearly a Trump-centric joke about people being able to vote for Trump or not being able to vote for Trump. I, I don't know. I, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, it does, like, <laughs> a uh, a Toy Story parody where, like, Bart is, like, um, torturing toys. And they all like, all right, we're going to get revenge on him and revenge happens. Yeah,
2: 30, season 31 was last year, Maddie.
3: Oh, so... We're on season 32 this year. Okay, so maybe I watched last year's one. Huh. Anyways. We all dislike Trunk back then, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That <laughs> makes sense. Toy Story I, came out last year, too. Yeah, I
3: guess that makes sense. And it was a, into the Spider-Verse, where like, a bunch of homers from different like dimensions come, and there's like a Disney homer. And it sounds blah, 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 like a blah. last year. Yeah. I forget what the last one was, thought so I was looking into it. Why...
2: I don't know, actually, maybe that is. So you given the, I it,
3: it didn't really do.
2: Anything no, you're for right. Me. Yeah, it, it doesn't. According to IMDb, it doesn't air till November first. Did you see this illegally? No, yeah, it was on cable. Oh, like I watched it.
3: Like,
0: yeah, according to IMDb, it airs November and 1st. it had a Spider Verse ep- Yeah. Oh my god, what is wrong with this fucking
2: that's show? A, I know. That's
3: why I'm kind of like wondering, like, what what is going on, like. Did I somehow?
2: I I should really like watch these last couple just because I went through hell of getting to the point where I'm all yeah. caught up and I haven't. I kind of once I got to that point, I skipped like the last couple of years, but like it just doesn't motivate me when I read this <laughs> shit. Like, who wants to see a Spider Verse parody? <laughs> like two t- years, t- two years later, after. and nothing to do with Halloween. I, yeah. Like that's my problem with the Simpsons. Like, yeah. what the fuck, guys? How many horror films have came out that you could parody? Yeah annabelle all this shit and hereditary you're choosing hereditary yeah and midsummer and you're parroting
0: spider-verse spider-man like that yeah. makes no fucking sense why wouldn't they do the witch one wouldn't that be, that would have been an old that would they would have done that, that be, for sure with all, all yeah everyone been speaking in these it would per- be kind of fun See, i,
2: I kind of get it in the fact that like maybe you know the witch for the general population no one knows but if you're not a horror I fan i didn't
0: know any of those fucking references when i first watched yeah. the show uh,
2: even so, though, like, yeah. even in the, the Conjuring universe alone, there's so many mer- movies they yeah. There was a Halloween movie, what, a year or well, two ago? Well, they did, like, like
3: Paranormal uh, Activity and shit like
2: that yeah, on but, it. But and, again, they yeah. did that, like, five years too late, too, didn't they? did yeah, they do that it, when it they was. were finishing up the series? Yeah, <laughs> so, Maddie, what are you giving it? <laughs> I
3: don't know. 5.5. Uh, 5. It wasn't... It was Simpsons. Yeah. Like... Pretty much mid-tier. I, st- I
2: just want to figure out how you time-traveled, Maddie.
3: I, now I'm kind of curious. I was kind of looking this into this. This like, is fucked
0: up. This
2: is kind of weird. That's <laughs> why I wanted to maybe be like,
3: candidate. We're going to
0: look over and Maddie's just not going to be yeah, sitting there.
3: You're going to be like an old guy with like light, white, long hair. <laughs> I'm trying to think what the third one was. That's why I was going to look into it. Um, you guys go ahead and Something uh,
2: about Lisa's ninth birthday?
3: Oh, yeah, she, she, uh, she does, they do a Happy Death Day to Me uh, parody, oh, okay. so she keeps dying. Okay, Him so and Nelson did... keep dying. So out of the three, yeah. then they did one that was
2: horror-centric? Yeah. Was that the best one?
3: Yeah, yeah Like I, I I I enjoyed the Toy Story one, actually. It was IMDb done, has uh,
0: an average of 5.7. Yeah,
3: <laughs> so I was kind of on par.
0: <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go from 1981, an 80s movie, Kyle, that I love, <laughs> The Fog from hey! John Carpenter. Nice. My God, is the fog It's great, girl. right? If you went back to that, we're
2: like, actually, it ended up sucking. I, oh, I don't know what I did. I,
0: I think part of it is like, and, and I'm, I'm going to watch more Fucci because I, 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 feel like there's a lot to love. But the difference is, John Carpenter is a fucking amazing director. Mm-hmm. Like he's just so. Yeah, Fucci, Fuji is known for, Well, I, I don't know. I think he's got. some. Yeah, I don't on. know about Fucci. I'm not. But yeah. some of the other things I've seen that I know. Like you're kinda dealing with hacks behind the lens. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I disagree. Are you telling did you watch yeah, we'll get into it. Like but <laughs> like Sean uh Cunningham. Cunningham isn't a great director. Yeah. I'll give you that, but I think um uh, the guy that did part two is, is good. But like know. anyways, it's masterful. It's one of my all time favorite horror movies. I think I might put the thing above it, which is crazy, because I I think probably
2: no, I, I think, like, you could really—that's the thing about Carpenter. I think your favorite film could be Halloween. It could be Prince of Darkness. It could be Big Trouble in China. It, it could change be thing. every time yeah. you watch
3: a movie, right? He's like, got
2: five
0: or six that are, yeah. like, you know, bangers. That I'm hoping to do Christine over the next week. That's, that's good, too. one of my blank spots for him. Oh, you've never seen it? I haven't seen Christine, it's no. It's quite good. It's one of those ones, like, he's a director for Hire, but it's still, it's yeah. still great. Yeah. Um, yeah, it it kind of gave me like like oh yeah this, if you got a good director behind this it's not it gonna works. matter uh, and, and there's a million things you talked about them that you can love about this last week I mean and it's nine pumpkins
2: oh awesome, awesome. Uh, yeah you had me worried for a 2nd that I'd be crazy if you gave it like seven well I know I, I I'm f- <laughs> kind of feeling he's gonna Halloween three is gonna be uh, he, when he shits on two if have you watched that yet part. or no no I'm saving that for the, yeah saving for it closer the, uh, Halloween so I'm kind of worried about that one but uh, that's mm. okay. Uh, you know, he's already stabbed me, you know, several times. I'm not feeling the pain anymore. It's, kind of, it's dull now, so it's, uh, you know, it's okay. Um, so I, I started the day off with a double feature, again, continuing the Universal Monster movies. Nice. Uh, Werewolf of London from 1935. Oh, awesome. This is actually not a sequel, though. This actually came out six years prior to The Wolfman. This was, like, the original... You know, this came out when they were doing Dracula and Frankenstein. And uh, I guess it didn't catch on. Like, I wonder, I don't know why. I never knew this. And here's the strange thing. There's a movie called She-Wolf of London. But that came out, like, 10 years later. And it's, like, the last Wolfman sequel or something. So, really weird. Anyways, this is the the only other one I had seen before. A a botanist, uh, he's in search of a rare flower in Tibet. And while he's there, he gets bitten by a werewolf and he becomes obviously cursed with the is it werewolfism? <laughs> I
3: don't know what it would be <laughs> like, him, like, like, him. Like,
2: yeah, yeah. like in like 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 yeah like anyways so he comes back to London and there's also um Dr. Yogami who is this, he's also interested in the flower he knows about it but he hasn't been able to bring one back um and you learn I don't, I don't think I'm spoiling anything that he was the werewolf that bit him so he is also cursed with werewolfism. <laughs> I'm going to make that a, I'm gonna make that a word, folks. Anyways, pretty much as your standard, you know, he's the werewolf at night and goes and torments people and kills people. And it's the same kind of typical, you know, you feel sympathy for him. He doesn't want to be it, but he can't. This one's kind of got a fun look, though, where the, the werewolf... Makeup doesn't look as good, but it's kind of like he's a werewolf, but wearing like kind of a Sherlock Holmes outfit, like the London style hat and kind of trench coat, which is kind of fun. Um, Like Universal, I think Universal Monster doesn't get enough credit, but I think they're like the best at doing fun stuff with old characters, like old Mm. women. (laughs) Because this movie again has, it has this... Kind of fun old aunt. She's kind of like the ditzy aunt, where she's like kind of lower class, but she wants to be upper class. And there's some fun stuff with there. But the, the best part is, is, there's two older women that run. They each own a hotel, I guess. And there's fun bit where they're just like gabbing at each other at the. Um, they're drunk and they're you know <laughs> at, at the, uh, the the bar old pub. And she's like, oh, I need a drink for me and my friend. And he's like, who's your friend? She's like, me, or whatever. I, I forget the exact <laughs> line. She downs them both. But then, like the the guy comes and says he needs a hotel, and she's like, oh, I got a hotel. And she's like, oh, I got one, but it's it's I can do it even cheaper or something. And she like punches her, and knocks her out or something, <laughs> her friend. So then she can take the deal and get the better the deal on the hotel. I don't know. You just have to see these two these two women are fun in it. But I've just noticed that in Universal Monsters, there's always like an old person or two in, in them that are usually steal the film so I enjoy yeah, the comedy with them uh, but yeah I'm gonna give this one 7 pumpkins out of 10 it's it's not great it, it, it drags at times like some of these you know I've been finding that with a lot of the sequels but, uh, yeah, I, I remember not enjoying it the first time I saw it, and I think it went up a little this time for me. I, I much prefer the one we know and love, just called The Wolf Man. Um, just, I think, the actor, they, that, that actor. Um, Lon Chaney. Lon Chaney is just mm-hmm. a lot more kind of fun and charming in that, and the characters are kind of more fun. Bela Gosi as the, um, yeah.
3: All the, the gypsy. Uh, gypsy.
2: So, yeah, I find these characters just aren't that interesting. But, yeah, it's still fun. Yeah, you got the whole angle that, you know, you got to deal with that you're killing people and it's probably not going to end well and whatnot. So, And, yeah, it's kind of interesting. They never really do anything with it, though, that they have two werewolves.
3: They don't have, like, a wolf fight. Roaming through
2: London. So,
3: yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, and uh, I followed that up with Son of Frankenstein from 1939. Now, we kept on saying that young Frankenstein is a parody of Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein. It's not. It is a parody of Son of Frankenstein God. to a T. Like, it's son of Frankenstein is the son. He has the same mustache that Gene Wilder has. He inherits the house years later and finds uh, Igor at the castle. So, Same as young Frankenstein. Right. Igor played by Bela Lugosi. He's kind of fun in this. He's like this convict that was hanged but somehow survived with like a broken neck or something. He's got this bone stick on his neck. That's his Igor, but he shows him that Frankenstein's monster is still in the basement alive, and he does his bidding. Um, so the, the whole plot is that uh, Igor is using Frankenstein to go get revenge on the people that hanged him, and then you have the townspeople, you know, they are they they angry about Dr. Frankenstein coming to their town right away, and they're going to come with their torches, and then uh, Inspector Krogh? Krog? is the guy from Young Frankenstein. I was wondering where that character came from. That's him. He actually has a mechanical arm and he does the same... (laughs) Yeah? (laughs) He does all the same like... Weird. Things like that's not much of a... Like it's literally just taking these exact scenes. Is
3: is it a comedy?
2: No, it's not. And then Uh. there's the scene with the darts too. They kind of do so. Young Frankenstein is almost like scene for scene. This film... Again, I do have the same problem. I just the story isn't as interesting to me. Uh, I'm going to give this one six and a half pumpkins out of ten. It, it's fine. It's it's fun. There's stuff I liked about it, but it's it doesn't hit the like it doesn't have the gothicness that I, I find in the first two films. For me, it was kind of lacking that because again, this is like you know, Doctor Frankenstein is is dead at this point. This is his son right. who's in his 30s or whatever. So now there's cars and whatnot. It's not you know horse drawn carriages and whatnot. So, yeah, it, it, it's still worth a watch. I'm kind of enjoying going through these, but I haven't hit anything where it's like, ah, I'm glad I went through all these sequels. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a lot What of I've heard is yeah. uh,
0: overall is like, that's supposed to be one of the better ones.
2: Yeah, mm. I know, I think House of Frankenstein is, has like the Wolfman versus Frankenstein or something. Actually, that is one I had seen so that's, I think that's the only other sequel I had seen. So I remember kind of enjoying that one, seeing like Frankenstein's monster battle of the Wolfman. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to still try to get through these. And again, though, like not all these are 60 minutes. Like some of them get up to, you know, if, if you're thinking that I'm just watching these to try to get those, <laughs> those quick points and a lot of them are more closer to the hour and a half. So uh, yeah, I watched another theme double feature, but I'll let someone else jump in for a bit.
3: Maddie. So from uh, 1980, I watched another Disney number called Watcher in the Woods. Nice. This movie was such a fun movie about like a a mystery of um, this family moves into this old timey uh, mansion and this is uh, surrounded by this wooded area and there's a neighbor who's kind of creepy towards a daughter like an older lady and I guess she's been missing her daughter for the past 30 years. She disappeared one night. And these townspeople know what happened, but they're not saying anything. Mm. I guess it was a fire, and they think they burned down. They couldn't find the body, so there's a mystery about these young kids who just moved into the house, trying to figure out what happened to this young girl. They find like this cat. There's a lot of fun. Disney used to do such fucking cool movies, man. It is
2: such a shame that they don't do these like anything too. Like
3: this was made for like clearly not kids. Like maybe like teenagers. I've never seen it. Was
2: made for kids, and that's the thing why it was so great. That was when Disney was like. No, we're going to make...
0: Is this another one that you have, Kyle? Yeah, I it's, actually lent that. Yeah,
3: to, it's uh, in the uh, box if you want to I've actually it.
2: never seen it. Oh, you <laughs> haven't seen There's it? No, I own it, yeah. Oh,
3: dude, it is... There's uh, this,
2: and then there was the the other one they did in the 80s was... Um,
3: uh, something Wicked comes yeah, this way? Did, like, I, the, I haven't oh, seen that one yet. And what, yet.
2: Return of Oz, was that Disney? Yeah, Return yeah, no, of Oz. Yeah, that no, is, that is Disney as well. That and, uh, was actually, so fucked Glass up, And actually, The Glass House or Glass, something like that, is another 80s Horror mm. family, they, they aired, you know, the same, the Sunday night movie that's supposed to be yeah. fucking creepy too. And The Great
0: Mouse Detective, which is terrifying.
3: Ooh. I remember that one, but <laughs>
2: You don't
0: remember The Great Mouse <laughs> Detective? <laughs> uh, not a horror movie. No, no it's, it's gone. Clearly not.
3: Anyways, I, I had a ton of fun with this. They had a great mystery. I liked all these town folk were a bit weird. They had the drunk. They had the pompous mayor. They had like the uh, housewife who was kind of getting into the pills a bit. Like, it was kind of cool, man. I'm going to give it a 6.5. Yeah. Check it out. That sounded better
0: than a 6.5. This is the first time I'll, I'll pull the Kyle on you.
3: Yeah, like, again, it was a kid's movie in right. a way, but, like... I was just going to say, yeah.
2: why haven't they remade it? But I guess someone did a remake in 2017 that stars Angelica Houston. Interesting. Oh, yeah?
3: Hmm. That actually worth I don't know if it's t- check Disney, it out though. It's, hmm. uh,
2: someone else did it. Lifetime did it. Oh, it's a Lifetime it's like <laughs> Yeah, fuck shit. that.
0: <laughs> so, I watched Stage Fright Aquarius...
2: Oh, nice! Let's see what you thought of this?
0: <laughs> um,
2: you didn't like it. You can, you
0: can tell it's too <laughs> obvious at the beginning. I know. Sorry, guys. Oh, what didn't you like about this? Um, so I, I, th- I thought the opening was pretty cool, and like mm. it, it, almost gives me like you could tell it's theater right away. Yeah. I like, I liked all that. I liked it in the theater.
3: I think part of me was just like when they went to the, the uh, what's that called, the doctor's office? Y-
0: yeah, it's a little bit nondescript well, like
3: 32 mm-hmm.
0: minutes that's 30 not minutes. a big thing it's actually the characters i just don't give a fuck about any of these people
3: oh no i, you know, they, I don't know
0: if i liked any of them but i thought they were fun like i like the banter between them they and had
3: that one and... really catty dude yeah. Who, they yeah had that one like a uh, girl who was i like... just found like
0: there were stereotypes of like yeah. better things in other movies yeah. probably uh and and i felt like they should have this is coming from someone that spent a bunch of time doing theater i just felt they didn't use the theater that well like uh, it, it's there it's the presence i love all the like uh when they play the tape music and stuff mm-hmm. like that i felt like there could have been more elements of what would go into a show that would have distracted maybe my issue is that it kind of goes a little bit standard s- slasher in at, at the end there is a lot of cool kind of like yeah kills oh, it's a and great stuff. looking film though and, and it, the drill yeah that's a great scene
2: just the uh, ending with all the feathers coming out. I don't yeah. know. I think there's so many uh, beautiful looking scenes in that one. I thought you would have dug it just for that.
3: And what a crazy looking killer, though, right?
0: Yeah, the the killer the killer <laughs> does look crazy. And I, yeah. I like this the scene where they're all set up almost like it's not the Last Supper, but but yeah. a, a, a tableau yeah. on on stage is pretty cool. There's a lot of things I I, I did really really like about this movie, and I, I think it is filmed in a, a cool way, but maybe not as like. After watching Zombie, which I also had reservations, is nowhere near as as well like filmed in 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 mm-hmm. some as as some of those films mm, I, I think
2: it's better looking than
0: some um of myself, but, I hmm. feel like it's a little bit too i don't know i yeah like the the colors uh, pop but they don't they're they're a little bit nondescript for me like it, that's what I felt like in the end it was like, oh, this is fine yeah, just
2: listen to your comments i slashers are just not i think you're looking for a more a little more in slashers than what slashers are there to deliver, which is usually some fun characters, some cool kills,
0: a yeah, little bit of atmosphere in there. I think my problem a lot of times is the characters. I just can't fucking. Like, I. I yeah. no one in this film brought me into to care. Maybe the, the director. He's the only one that was like, oh, wow, this yeah. is like. Uh, he's a fun dick. He was probably the only guy that was he, like. He's a dick, and yeah. And he's playing over the top. Everybody else. You didn't like, like the floozy girl? She was kind of fun. I had to think about who that was. And now mm. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I don't really, like, again, so muted in, in her performance of that. If if we're going over the top, which the movie clearly is. There's no realism in this movie. Well, we'll
2: see at the end of this episode when you get to Friday 2. If you don't like Friday <laughs> 2, then just stop watching yeah. Slashers in general. Yeah. Slashers might not be for you. <laughs> <laughs> I so f- far, like, all the kind of the Sleepaway classic Camp. ones. Yeah, mm. but Sleepaway Camp is, it's weird, too, because Sleepaway Camp is not what many consider a great slasher, and I the think ones it's that people are considering great ones here. i think
0: it 's because the characters are so memorable yeah. in that that 's the difference for me so far anyways i 'm going to give six point five to stage right oh man okay, it's still yeah like fun. i i, I yeah. like it was worth watching like it's, it's it, there's a lot of interesting elements of this. But pardon me, is like they should remake this. I would watch a slasher movie where someone is
3: on in the corridor. Well, they already stage. have. There is.
2: There's another movie called Stage Fright that I'm sure is shit. But yeah. I don't think it's. I don't know if it's the same story. But
3: so speaking of movies that have similar names, uh, from 1993, I watched Darkwater. Water. Mm. Dark Waters. How many movies is called Dark Waters that's come out in our lifetime? It's a question I gotta ask. Well, there's Dark it's Water insane. and Dark Waters. Yeah, and there's another Dark Water that came out last year about like it's like political in, yeah. intrigue. Uh,
0: okay. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo.
3: Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. Anyways, this movie looks gorgeous. I loved every scene in this. I love the caves. I love the nuns carrying these torches yeah. to take out the scenes. The plot, I didn't care much for, but that doesn't matter. I still loved everything about just this movie. You can tell they're just movie. trying
0: to like put together a movie with as yeah. much as they filmed. Like, they probably yeah. just didn't f- film enough.
3: Yeah, plot. It, again, yeah. it didn't really need it. Like, it just looks great. There's some interesting kills. There's interesting characters. There's just interesting, like, scenes of this girl getting burnt alive and just, like, kept calling her name. with a Dalek, Dalek, Dalek? As she's getting burnt. Like, I enjoyed this. I'm giving it 7.5. Like
0: yeah, yeah, I think that's what I gave it as well. Cool. So I watched, from 1988, Brain Damage.
3: Have you guys seen this? Yeah, it's one with the snake in the guy's back. He's yeah. Like, Hello there, Seymour. He, t- he talks like, who's that guy? Uh, oh, who's that guy? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that, that's Hen lotter, right? Frank Yeah.
0: Have you guys seen a yeah, lot b- of his b- stuff? B- this
3: is my bo-bo-bo-bo. Who's the guy who sings uh, The White Christmas? Is it Bing Crosby? Oh, Bing Crosby. He kind of talks like Bing Crosby, right? Like, bo-bo-bo, what do say there, uh, bo- Billy Boy?
2: No, I thought I I thought I had, but no, he did uh, the basket case films. He didn't actually that much. Frankenhooker, I've seen. It's okay.
3: I, I mean, I didn't love this film either. I enjoyed this. I thought it was like madcap and zany. So you've yeah. seen this one?
0: Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have it on Blu-ray too. Actually,
3: what what do you think of it?
0: Uh, yeah, I, I I like I lo- I really like basket case. I don't like this as much as basket case. No,
3: I, but don't they cross over in this movie? They do, which is so weird yeah. when he's
0: on the subway. Um, basket case was one of those movies where I saw and I was like, ah, this is so cool that he's bringing, you can tell this is a guy that's just working in an underground and he's bringing all these people into it. This is the same way. I don't quite enjoy this one as much, maybe Mm. because it's not like when it's batshit, it's batshit. Yeah. It's also not always as batshit in some of the batshit stuff. Doesn't quite work as much, but I love this DIY punk rock kind of vibe that this director has where mm-hmm. he's been able to make these movies. Yeah, for, like, I don't know no budgets. Yeah. Some
2: of the, there's some impressive scenes, like, in the room with blue
0: yeah. something, lights. Something I remember, I don't know. And, and also, like, this snake creature, yeah. you know, Almer, or whatever <laughs> his name is, is, is very well done. I did find that, like, he relies a little bit more Plot than basket case in this one, so
3: I th- guess he he's uh, uh drugging him essentially. Like I'll give you the best drugs in the world, there, but blah, boy, yeah. And, uh,
0: <laughs> and if you go off, you're gonna basically die. Yeah, like you won't survive. And and, and I the horror elements don't really work that well. Yeah, I
3: found that too.
0: But all the fucking batshit crazy monster psychedelic yeah. stuff is f- fucking awesome uh I'm, I'm gonna do this one 6.5 just because like whenever you get to like a slasher type scene it just drags to a crawl it's mm-hmm. like this is the one thing compared to stage fright stage fright those scenes are like electric yeah but doesn't have any of the same sort of personality with like these are no-name actors as well but he's using their personality in the mm-hmm. best sort of odd ways uh so i finished off the night with a double feature this theme was
2: um little creatures i guess so i did from 1973 don't be afraid of the dark this is the oh, original the tv, the TV eh? movie
3: i haven't seen this
2: yeah i've been this has been one i've been waiting to see yeah. i love 70s tv movies i mean some of them are as good as any yeah classic film in my opinion but yeah th- this is uh this young couple moves into this house there's like this room in the basement that has a fireplace that's blocked off that she wants to open up, but the caretaker there—I guess he previously was—he's actually the one that uh, that blocked it up—and he says, "No, you don't want to.
3: Don't go in there.
2: Yeah, don't don't open up. You can't. Whatever. He makes up some reason why." Mm. And, yeah, obviously he knows it's because these little creatures were locked away it's in there. the same
3: plot as a movie? Like
2: same the, same uh, plot pretty much the as the other one, yeah. This one moves at a, a much brisker pace, and there's yeah. no daughter in this one. These creatures are actually tormenting the wife in this one. And, you know, like her husband's having his rich business guys over for a party, and she's kind of losing it because she's seeing these creatures. So a lot of it's like How him do the creatures not really look? question they look weird. I don't know how to yeah, describe like, it. Yeah, not, not They great. don't look like they look like these weird. I don't. Yeah, I don't know how to describe it, but it doesn't matter. It's it's fun. I mean, I don't have too much to say about this film. I mean, I'm going to give it seven and a half pumpkins okay, out that's of ten. Pretty good. Like yeah, I I still I dug it. It's one I kind of want to see again. It it just like came and went so quickly. I guess I was like whoa. I need to rewatch that again. But it, it's just fun seeing these real creatures torment this. Are they eating this woman teeth? And, Is that what they? That just no, that's that's her... in the the remake. This one, there's no really, you don't really know why they're doing it. It's just they take people, I oh. guess. Like you, you know, they torment you till you become one of them. I guess. Huh. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's definitely worth a watch. I, I kind of want to see the remake as well because this is considered I one of the best the remake kind of sucking. So I remember enjoying it. Yeah. But, and I followed it up with uh, a, a cult classic for me, at least, from 1981, The Pit. Oh, yes, <laughs> with the, the kid. So this is a creepy little perverted yeah. kid. He's at that age where he's just kind of realizing women, women and sex and breasts. and But he's very creepy about it. Like his babysitter, mm. you know, is passed out and she wakes up. And, like, how she's sleeping, her breast was hanging a little bit, and she wakes up, and it's just him sitting at the end of the bed <laughs> staring. While she's showering, he sneaks in and writes, like, I love you and makeup on the mirror and then takes a little glance at him. So he's kind of a pervert little kid. He's, he's also in love with, like, the the librarian, and he's, like, he sends a letter where he takes a, cuts out a nude body from a you know, Playboy magazine or something and puts her head on it. <laughs> says how much he's in love with her. He li- there's a scene he later on like blackmails her to like expose her breasts and takes pictures <laughs> saying like, you know, that he's got her niece or something. So the kid's a little fucking creep is what is what I'm getting at. Anyways, he discovers in the forest there's a little pit with hairy tronglodite like creatures. Hairy caveman creature, yeah. whatever. So yeah, he spends the first half of the movie it's just him being a creep and then, you know, feeding these creatures, he tries chocolate bars that doesn't like then he finds they like okay, they like meat. So he's he's stealing money from, you know, the babysitter's purse or whatever and buying as much ground beef or whatever meat over the um butcher's as much as he can afford. And then he finds that okay, I've ran out of money. He tries to do animals, it doesn't really work out. Um so he decides let's Feed them humans and let's get rid of all the people that I don't like. And that's what the film kind of becomes. Um, yeah, this movie is just fucking insane. It's awesome. There's
3: he's, a, he's a kid kid. He's not like a, like a what's that guy from a no, burial he's a, Yeah, grounds. he's probably like eight
2: or something yeah. like that. Yeah, there's an actual kid playing him. And he does a pretty good job of being yeah. a creepy little kid. He also has a teddy bear that talks to him mm-hmm. and tells him to like, murder. Yeah, you should bring in the bully that you didn't like. Um, yeah, this is such a weird film. Most of the film too, it's like you can look as a psychological. Like, is this? Do these creatures actually exist, exist or is this kid somehow getting these people to yeah. fall in this pit and kill themselves? So it plays with that for a bit. It's kind of weird too, because like it almost like ends the story, but then it still has like twenty minutes left. Mm-hmm. And then it's like that part is kind of what hurts it a little bit, because it's like almost the kid disappears for a bit, and it's kind of the the cops investigating what happened to these people and who was behind it. So I, unfortunately, other than that, it hurts a bit, but it's still a really good film and it has a kind of a fun little shock ending in there mm-hmm. too. I'm going to give it seven and a half pumpkins out of 10, but I think both of these films, you should, uh, yeah, you, you should. It's insane. Yeah, it's, it's a film that's like nothing out there yeah. in, in a good way. I, I think both of the two films I, I would recommend watching for sure.
0: Um I'll jump in and talk about from 1981, directed by Abel Ferreira. I went after, I th- believe this. Driller Killer. What do you, yeah, followed up the Driller Killer. Miss 45, have you guys no, seen I this? No, I haven't seen this. So this is, it's basically a rape revenge sort of movie. Yeah, it's more like Death Wish, isn't it? Kind of. Style. Yeah, and it's got, some, like, there's definitely the revenge part, but you have an incredible performance by Zoe Lan, which... Unfortunately, I've heard that this is because of eventual drug addiction. This is it. There's not really... She also wrote Bad Lieutenant. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. And he's talked about it, and a lot of people have talked about it, how she was like the most creative person you ever would have met. But she talked about heroin like that was her purpose in life. She uh, Um,
3: got on the horse.
0: um, Now, horror? Oh, yeah. You Really? So, yeah, because... She's going around and ends up killing people in fairly gruesome ways. Okay. And, and, and Like, there is, like, the last scene is kind of more of, like, a slow-mo action yeah. kind of thing, but everything uh, above that has all this tension.
3: Takes a shot because, like, don't smile, know what she's you mean. son of a bitch.
0: Well, she's a mute, too. <laughs> oh, So awesome. there's this, like, stillness that's also unnerving, and she kind of changes how she's dressing as it goes along, I thought this was a big step above all of the characters. You get all the grittiness that you had in the Driller Killer, but this one, the characters are more defined, just as eccentric, but more real. Um uh, yeah, I, I'm going to give this one eight pumpkins.
3: Awesome. Uh, it, 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 what did you end up giving the Drill Killer? Do you remember? I think 7.5.
0: Okay. and it, it would have been like a between seven yeah. seven 7.5. This was a, a clear step up where I may go back and, you know.
3: Was oh, this a canopy number for you?
0: I think this was Canopy, yeah. Nice. Uh, I watched Creep Show 2. Oh, shit. So, really liked last year's Creep Show mm-hmm. and ended up being one of my favorite anthologies that I watched that year. This one. It's okay. It's okay.
3: The raft is worth the raft the, uh, is admission. good,
0: but like the super creepy, <laughs> yeah. leering. Oh, the guy. Yeah, the guy. No, that's that's what
3: does it hate for him, me. Right?
0: Like
2: he's, he gets this come up. You're supposed to think this guy's a creep the whole time.
0: Are, the whole time. Oh yeah,
2: from the
3: get go. Yeah, from the get go, yeah. he's kind of like, yeah, like the, already... they all
0: suck. Like yeah. from the get go, I don't. I like this is another one. The only thing with the raft is I. I just, I don't want to hear anything that's coming out of any one of those four teenagers' yeah. mouths. Like, even the jock guy doesn't, he just doesn't, like, fucking, he's not aggressively jock enough for me. <laughs> but, but I like my jocks jockier. <laughs> the raft is the best one for me. The raft would be, like, uh, a seven. I, I like the last one, too.
2: Um, Thanks
0: lady, for the ride, you yeah, like the, the, he's great. He's also in a grim episode I'll be talking about oh. later. Um, yeah, th- thanks for the ride. That one just seems to drag on and on and on. W- mm-hmm. Where I love like the line "Thanks for the li- uh, yeah. ride, lady," but her driving through the forest and he's there, and then yeah. her driving through or whatever, he's there. Kind of got to me. I thought George Kennedy's great in the first one. Yeah. and and, and uh, it just felt like all of them were kind of secondary.
3: Yeah, to me, I, I like the raft a lot. Like that, the other two kind of felt.
0: Yeah, I know everyone likes the raft yeah. a lot. It, it like, and I love the idea of this. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of a very, very original idea, and the mm. the trap. I, I I just I don't think I love that as much as you guys do. Uh, six pumpkins for oh, Creepshow. Wh- oh too.
3: wow! Right.
0: What else you got? All right, I keep forgetting. You guys are done. Um, I then watched two episodes of Blinders. the Haunting of Bly Manor. So this is the way it came. Another decently solid episode. I'm going to give this one a seven. And then The Altar of the Dead. This is the one that is, it's a time uh, jumping episode that is another one of these standouts. It's uh, one of the best episodes I've watched of television this year. So who directed that? Liam Gavin. Doesn't look like Liam Gavin has done much at all. Oh, that a Dark Song. That's what I was
2: telling you about, remember? That everyone said it's one of the best films of the decade.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I might have to check this out because yeah. this episode is fantastic. Again, it's the idea and how it's been set up through everything else that makes it resonate just so well. But I'm going to give this one 8.5. It's, it's, again, one of the best episodes I've, I've watched of, of TV. And I do like my TV as, as well. And then I watched an episode of Grimm, season one, episode 18. This is Cat and Mouse, uh, a really solid episode, again, that I, I enjoyed quite a bit. I'm going to do this one, 7.5 Pumpkins. Cool. Is that it for your Yeah, that's it, that's it again. Uh, I, I really have to recommend, like, with Blind Manor, that, that episode, uh, it fucking is worth the price of admission. Knockout good.
3: Yeah, I got to check this out.
2: So I started the 19th off just with some more family Scooby-Doo. I wanted to finally get through the Halloween episodes that were on that uh, movie that I got. Mm-hmm. First one was Be Cool Scooby-Doo Season 2 called Halloween for 2017. This is probably the best one. Um, this is where uh, there's this witch, I guess, when Fred's a kid. Um, he found this creepy old cabin and there's a witch there that traumatized him his whole life and as adults they find the same cabin in the witch again. Standard Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo fair. But I, I liked it that it's like that classic style witch. I always enjoy that. Uh, next was What's New Scooby-Doo Season 2. This is from the 2003 series. This was called Scooby-Doo Halloween. This is they're at um, some Halloween party in some farm town. Kiss is playing there. <laughs> awesome. Which was so, like, which Gene great. Gene Simmons kiss? Like, yeah, yeah. All right.
0: This sounds like yeah. The
2: opposite of what I would like. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know, yeah, I know.
2: Fuck, kiss, kiss. I get it. I'm not a huge fan. I don't own any of their CDs. I might have one that I got for free, but they have like three or four songs that are just catchy as hell. And this is the same one that they probably play in every is TV it Beth- show. <laughs> no, it's... Um, I don't even remember what it is, but it's it's catchy. And That's a big... Yeah, the big ballad they play on every TV show. And I, I just like the look and style <laughs> of them. On
3: Scooby-Doo, they're playing bath <laughs> would be amazing.
2: Um, anyways, uh, but this is one, I guess this is the first series that they actually got rid of the, the laugh track in the 2000s. They, they finally got rid of that laugh track? Yeah, but strangely, in this episode, has a laugh track. It's the only episode that uh. has a laugh track. Anyways, it wasn't that good. This one, sorry, I didn't say the rating. The first one was seven pumpkins out of 10. This is six pumpkins out out of 10 and the last scooby-doo for the month probably is actually i might have one more movie yeah i was about to say <laughs> hmm. i just picked up the, the new movie that uh, i'm excited to watch with the kids Scoob? Uh, no
0: oh come on give us a Scoob this month <laughs> the, i'm not gonna give us the
2: scoop on Scoob. i don't buddy. even know if that would well i guess the scooby-doo would count but i heard that's more of like superheroes it sounds <laughs> shitty anyways this is scooby-doo dynamite hour season three to switch a witch for 1978 and again another witch tale uh pretty standard but again i like the classic style of the witch i'm going to give that one six and a half pumpkins out of ten not too much to get into i'll let you guys jump in though because the next three movies are a triple feature that all kind of
3: so i watched that i finished off the uh night elm street with a new nightmare from uh, 94 i guess this is one of the first like uh west craven doing a meta movie yeah which is kind of cool like, I uh, like the idea of him. Like, I'm just getting nightmares again. Like, uh, I guess Freddy Krueger's Back in My Dreams and Heather Lane. Well, yeah.
2: Like, it's as if all those movies were just movies he made.
3: You got it. And it's like, they actually have, like, uh, Wes Craven playing Wes Craven, oh. uh, Robert Englund playing Robert Englund, and Heather Lane Camp playing Heather Lane Camp, which kind of sucks because she can't really act no she uh, she's kind of hard on <laughs> this which is kind of weird but again i had a ton of fun with this it was a good yeah. movie it's such a good premise of like him coming back as like stronger and harder he's actually like a demon that possesses people it's one of those movies like that it's make great dreams.
2: but yeah, yeah. It, if it was done better it could have been like yeah one of the best and because it's like some things have poorly done it it's just really good but yeah the, yeah. the premise and idea behind it is so it makes awesome. sense
3: again I, i'm going to give this one probably seven I remember the being yeah. some
0: iffy CGI in there too.
3: Eh, it's a bit rough near no. the end, and so what would your yeah. ranking? I was actually thinking about this. Uh, the original is number one for sure, uh, followed up by number three. I think f- it's a hard draw between um, uh, two, this two. and two. six. Two. Yeah, this and six were different so they can probably go either way actually it might be six the new nightmare for me right now which is kind of weird and then two and then two and then uh and people love four to and yeah five. what do you have
2: against gay people man Even- i
3: just don't find it it doesn't work <laughs> in this whole premise like it just seems so out there it's toned that's deaf. why it's, like, it doesn't it's really interesting, work
2: it's like halloween 3 they tried to do something yeah, different it's still I, scary i, just, and I didn't weird find and... it
3: scary i did, didn't like it oh. i don't know hmm. but again i liked it more than four and five so yeah
2: uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah I mm-hmm. can't believe you like six that much.
3: That's uh wow. I I was going into expecting to hate it after like watching four and five, I'm like, okay, another one. I'm like, oh, this is actually kind of fun. Hmm.
2: Cool.
0: I kept on my uh the haunting of Bly Manor and I watched episodes six, seven, and eight. Ooh. Is that we, it for the see. series? No, there is
3: one more. Okay. You're so, just blowing through that, eh?
0: I don't think it's as good as the the first one, and I'll talk about it at the mm-hmm. end, I guess, but it's still fucking just like so well done. Everything is so well shot. There's so much detail that's put into everything, which doesn't always happen with television. Great performances throughout the cast, and there's a depth there that I just really enjoy. I'm going to give... The Jolly Comer, which is six episode, uh, I'm gonna give that one seven point five, which I really really liked. Ooh. What's interesting is Henry Thomas, he plays like a crazy alcoholic in this, and
3: oh yeah, after his uh, arrest or last year, before maybe,
0: because they still that a in the ago. last.
3: Show Maybe he wasn't supposed to be playing an alcoholic. Well, it's just goes, how it played
0: it out. This, this one, it, mm. it goes really deep in there uh, for multiple reasons. And I, he gets a standout episode. And then the next one, The Two Faces Part Two, I'm going to give a seven. Here's the thing I didn't like about it The Romance of Certain Clothes, which basically tells a story. A standalone story that explains everything. It's done in black and white. It's shot beautifully. It's meant to be the episode, I think, of the season. It's my least favorite by a Uh, mile.
3: No, Hmm.
0: I feel like it just explains everything way too much that we didn't need to know. It takes away a lot of the mystery and actually, I think, takes away a lot of the horror. I feel like this is going to be... Some of people's favorite episodes,
3: yeah, just and it feels
0: like it's it's speaking to me. It's a a Henry James standalone story that they're putting into everything and explaining what's going on. And some of those explanations actually they work really well. Mm -hmm. I just feel like it's a bunch of.
2: I might have to hand over my horror hipster to you. Maybe you're the one that's kind (laughs) of.
0: I just remember thinking about this. I'm like, okay. Why did I need to know any of this? Why why like it, it what the, was that episode called? It is called The Romance of Certain Clothes, yes. or certain old clothes. Oh, so it looks
2: like I oh don't know. Wait. That's the second highest rated episode on <laughs> IMDb. <movie. laughs>
0: yeah, I like it's meant to be that The first you know, one is The Altar the Dead is that your favorite. That's my favorite oh, okay. by far, yeah. Um and yeah, I I just felt like it it stole some of the mystery of the show for yeah. me. So I'm going to give that one I think I'm going to give it I'm going to give it 5.5.
3: Holy wow. moly. Wow. All right. You're all, not only are you going to steal the King of Halloween crown again, you might take his like Halloween hipster. It also
0: has the best jump scare of the whole series uh, or the season, but nowhere near the jump scare in the first season, uh, which is one of the best jump scares yeah. fucking ever. I don't even remember the, in jump the car scare from the car. God yeah. damn it,
1: man. Yeah, it got me. That whole me. show
2: is complete. I've completely forgot about everything. About oh, really? It. Yeah. I'll, I'll rewatch it one day mm-hmm. in 20 years from now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's again, if it was a movie, I probably would have rewatched it this year. A TV show?
0: Fuck.
3: No. I guess it is like 10 hours, yeah, right? Like,
2: too much.
0: Um, six hours, five hours.
3: I hey, think it's a 40 minute episodes?
0: 40 to 50, yeah. Yeah. Anyway.
3: What else did you watch, buddy? Uh,
2: so I did a triple feature. This one was kind of... Um, Tripoli? Yeah. So the
0: first movie... <laughs> Super Tripoli. <laughs> Pour me another, sir.
2: <laughs> You'll see the theme here. The first movie is 1990's Pledge Night. <gasps>
3: okay. Yeah, I, I, this I, one, I right? loved, loved this movie. I, I, I got to know what you think.
2: Yeah, I, I had fun with it. Um, oh. So the first half is just this fraternity doing, you know, forcing initiations on
3: the most the home, homo-erotic, yeah. like, uh, stuff, right? So that
2: wasn't just me. I, I yeah. wrote nothing gay here. Just yeah. <laughs> just straight guys paddling each other's asses and, and like, picking charries up cherries up, their up with their butts. Yeah. Not saying that, you know, gay people do that, but, like, it just uh. felt like, you know, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that, that's, like, the first half of the movie. It's, it's still fun. Like, it mm. kind of feels like you're just watching a bunch uh, of dick teens be dicks to each other. So I enjoyed that, but then yeah, you learn that there was a what would we be called? A pledge? pledge, a pledge, a pledge wrong. that died years earlier in the house. What's
0: this movie called again? <laughs> pledge <not> Yeah, <laughs> 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 I've
2: done my beer, man. Uh, so you find out that there's a pledge that died years earlier from initiation gone wrong. I guess they made a tub of all like. Corn flakes and just pretty much made it look like puke, and he has to lay in it. But someone accidentally put acid in it because it happens, you know.
4: That's just <laughs> I was going to say
0: like this <laughs> they made him sit in corn flakes and that made him go crazy. <laughs> well,
2: that's a- I didn't even get that. Like, I'm like, what's wrong? Is he having an allergic reaction to the-, <laughs> to the corn flakes? Um, anyways, he gets burnt and dies, I guess. And uh, for no oper- they don't really explain why, they even say like. Oh, why would he come back now? I don't know. Like, th- there's no reason why yeah, he came no back now
3: whatsoever. But
2: he decides to come back this year. It's for corn season. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill you, Flakes. <laughs> he decides to come back. He's kind of a burnt Freddy Krueger like guy. He's going to come back. He kills the teens in various horrific ways. A lot of fun, like creative deaths. One with a cherry bomb up the ass yeah. again. Oh, or the, uh, the
3: toilet scene.
2: Yeah. Is the,
1: fucked up, isn't right? Isn't
2: weird? So the guy's yeah. taking, this is the first time this guy appears. So the guy's taking a dump on the toilet and it kind of sounds wet and stuff. But you, you hear like a sucking, like almost he's
3: like he's sucking through a straw or something. <laughs> like, is that what is happening? I have no idea. I have no <laughs> idea. Like, I'm just
2: like, it goes on for like five minutes as this guy's taking the dump. You're hearing like the, the slurping sound. I'm like, what is someone down there like drinking this guy's diarrhea maybe and then like the hand kind of pops up and then like yeah whatever he does but like
0: rips off his balls that's how they were able to get the hand up there they had to suck out all the diarrhea it's like yeah actually take a shit man that's we want realism it just went on for five minutes before the death
2: that's i'm like this is weird and, oh, yeah, I didn't even explain. So there's this, I guess, every year they pick a random guy to be the crazy. They're going to trick and scare the fraternity guys to think that one of the members is off. And this whole thing starts because one of the members actually does kind of go a little crazy. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe he was possessed by this guy. Is that what mm-hmm. it's
3: supposed to be? Yeah, anyway, ends up, like, a uh, branding somebody.
2: Yeah. It's, it's awesome. What year did this come out? 1990.
3: It actually stars the, uh, you know, uh, from Anthrax, uh, Joey Belladonna is one of the uh Oh, guys. okay. Yeah. Uh, this is the first time it's got a D- DVD, Blu-ray, Blu-ray, yeah, vinegar syndrome
2: again. Yeah. So, again, yeah, you're pretty much watching the first half to see fraternities do do yeah. make uh, these guys do terrible initiations. Last half is a lot of cool deaths. You get a neck twist in there. You get, um, uh, yes, yeah, uh, he's like ripping through bodies and all that kind of stuff. The effects are all well done. Uh, I'm going to give it seven pumpkins out of ten. Like it's enjoyable. It's not.
3: I love this. A good movie, movie but it's an enjoyable movie. I get I, I grew up watching this.
2: Yeah, I'm glad I watched. it. will be. Mm-hmm. It's like I could see you know me watching it again. This is just
0: the beginning of a trilogy, right? Yeah. yeah. So I
2: followed it up with Hell Night from 1981. This yeah. is the classic Linda Blair. Linda Blair. Again, this is on Pledge Night. This fraternity, you have to stay in a haunted house overnight. Uh, so the four pledges are there. And they have it all, like, set up, though, with all these, like, to scare them. There's all these sound effects and, and traps and all mm-hmm. this kind of pranks throughout the house. But it turns out that there actually is, they tell this whole Orgin. this whole origin story where this guy kept on having um, uh, children with this woman, but each one kept on coming out deformed in various ways. After, like, the fourth one, he kills her, murders the children, and then kills himself. But one or one or two of them never were found or something, so... Anyways, that's a story going in, and but really they just have all this stuff with traps, but then they start getting knocked off one by one. It's fun because we're all in costumes on this one. Like, it's not a Halloween night, it's pledge night, but they're at a costume party and they're yeah. all in costume here. Linda Blair is pretty much just showing that she's growing up. Yeah, <laughs> But yeah, it's super fun. I, I just enjoy the atmosphere of this old mansion they have to hide in. I like, like, the old hidden compartments Staircases. in this. Yeah, exactly, in the, in the house and the... It's just got this really cool atmospheric, uh, yeah, it's this really cool atmospheric film. I'm going to give that one eight pumpkins out of ten. Yeah, you love this one. It's right? a favorite yeah. of mine. Um, it is slow. I can understand. I know some people say it's too slow, and I get that. But uh, again, it almost works on like, it's like mixing like the gothic mansion with, you know, like what you enjoyed in Cat and the Canary with like a slasher film. And then I finished it off with Terror Train from 1980. Oh, wow. Again, another non-Halloween party, but it's a New Year's Day party, but it's a caution party caution for some party. reason.
0: Does it count? I, I don't
2: know. <laughs> uh, but this one is a lot of fun. Again, another prank gone wrong where the nerdy kid, he's going to hook up with Jamie Lee Curtis, but secretly they actually have a stage where Did she- put a cadaver? Yeah, they put a dead body because they're- are they Yeah, they're doctors, I think. Or sur- they're in uh, medical school. Yeah. Um, but Jamie Lee Curtis hides behind the curtains and kind of talks to be the dead body, and he goes and mm-hmm. undresses and then goes and make it, and the whole body like falls apart. A great kind of like, set-up prank. Anyways, they're going on this New Year's party on a train, which is a cool idea because they can't leave. They're on this, stuck on this train, and someone is knocking them all off. But what's cool about this one is like each person he's knocking off, he's stealing the costume. So then like they're Everyone stealing that person, be. and they think that their friend's still like the first guy he knocks off. They think that their friend in the Groucho Marx outfit, which is great, you know, made it on the train, but he didn't. He got killed off because this guy wearing his costume. And then you know they kill the next person. He's wearing that costume. So, and then there's also this whole David Copperfield is in there. Uh, he's a magician on the train. Oh, he's doing, like, and he's doing like So you're getting like fun magic tricks yeah. throughout the, the movie, <laughs> which I enjoy that kind of stuff. I grew up loving David Godfrey, mm-hmm. looking forward to his specials every like six months or whatever. But yeah, it's just this fun kind of murder mystery. Even if you know who it is, you're trying to figure out who that person and what they look like now because they look different. And Jamie Lee Critters is great in it. All, all the characters are kind of fun. You have all like the prickish characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I have a blast. This is one of my favorite Sasha films. Uh, I'm going to give that one eight and a half pumpkins Ooh. out of ten. So yeah, pretty, wow. pretty solid triple feature. If you want, like, just I, I guess some people would argue some of these are slower phones, um, mm-hmm. but I, I love like I don't know if I love Pledge Night, but I really enjoyed it. I think it's a yeah. good start off. And Hell Night and Terror Train are both like Terror Train is up there with you know the Friday Thirteenth. Terror Train. Okay. It's probably top ten for me.
0: <laughs> Adam's gonna hate it, but really? uh,
2: yeah, I don't Can, think it. I well, don't
0: think it will be for you. The way you explained it, like, seems more interesting. Yeah. Maybe. I, again, Have you seen Terror Train? No.
2: Oh yeah, dude. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. You, I just don't you know. You if they, dig this. I don't know if they're they, again. Like the problem with most slashers is they they're not really about delving into the character. You're just getting these characters, and you know, do you like them or you don't. <laughs> I, I don't think there's anything more to slash, most slasher films. And, mm-hmm. uh, Anyways, uh, I, I love that film, though. So, yeah, that's, uh, that was my night.
3: I ended up watching from um, uh, 1988, A Sleepaway Camp 2, Unhappy Camper. Uh, okay. This movie is nothing like the first one. It is completely <laughs> different. It's almost like a spoof on slashers mm-hmm. in a weird way. It just takes everything and like, makes fun of it all. Like They're doing the thing like, all right, we're missing a, um, a chainsaw. We're missing the uh, battery from my car, a uh, drill, Which, a bunch of actually, rope.
0: like, the first yeah. one
3: hints at these things, mm-hmm. right?
0: Like, it it already knows the this genre really
2: well. This one goes, like, It yeah. is
3: ham-fisted. Starring in the
2: most, Pamela Springsteen, isn't yeah, it? Yeah,
3: in the best possible way, it's ham-fisted. It is so much fun like i've never had this much fun in a slasher movie
2: but it's one of those films where you could love the first film and hate the second film or mm-hmm. love the second film and hate the first like they're so they're completely they are, 180
3: yeah night and day But the, I, I love
2: both of them like you for mm-hmm. different ways reasons
3: it's it's not dark at all even like it's almost done like as a weird comedy yeah but like not ha- fun kills it, and stuff though, yeah and, it's, it's not a horror movie but like there's no laugh track they're not like looking at the camera and winking they're just doing it but clearly, you're like, oh, this is fucking awesome.
2: It, 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 it came out probably in the the end of the the heyday of yeah, I mean, where they could kind of. There's one
3: scene where it. a girl is like trying to well, the murderer, Pamela Springsteen. They don't even try to hide that this is like, no, th- you're the it's, killer. You know it's Angela. Kim. She's killing everyone from the get go. They are like pushing her in. Like, what do you see down there? Shit. Like, yeah, because you're a shitty person. What else is down there? Piss. You're pissing your life away. <laughs> what else is down there? I don't know. Well, you're gonna find out. She throws her in there, and like there's leeches because yeah. you're a fucking leech, and she just drowns her in the. It's like terrible like
2: acting, terrible dialogue, <laughs> yeah. but it's so fun. Like, it is. So you're either much with fun. it or you're not, I guess. Mm-hmm. From
3: from the beginning, but yeah, yeah I, I I'm giving this eight. I had a ton of fun wow. with this movie. What do you enjoy
2: better, more?
3: I think I like this one more. Oh, really? This is just a fun ride, man. Yeah, sleep camp. I'm gonna have to. This is huge for me,
0: but
2: uh, yeah, I'm
3: gonna have to see it. Like, you might hate this. Like, you could go like, yeah, that was the worst fucking movie I've ever seen, or you might be like, you know what, that is fucking awesome. It's Scream, but like, if Scream wasn't, if Scream had like bad acting and and, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Check it, it out. You, you might hate this. It's more but like you, you got to. See I, it. I think it's
2: more of if you love Sasha, this is kind of like playing on all the like, yeah. tropes that you've.
3: Yeah, and I'm not
0: a scream guy either.
3: I uh, say I like scream the first one at least. I hate the sequel. <gasps> well, Ch- hey, check it out. I think it's like an hour and like 20 Scream minutes. is okay. Yeah. Like you have to check this out. I want to know your thoughts on it.
0: Okay. Okay. I don't, I don't know.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I, I I think I I think you might surprise me. and I think you might love it.
2: Like yeah, there's... I guess I mean who would have thought that Sleepaway yeah. Camp would be your favorite out of all of them so far? Mm. Yeah, out of slasher films—that's pretty crazy. But
0: well, Halloween,
2: yeah, yeah, Halloween's kind of on a different level. Yeah, that's like Halloween's like a, a movie trying to be a, like a, a movie where it's not—you <laughs> like, know, it's it's different than every other slasher. I think.
0: Yeah, like that's that's, but but yeah, Sleepaway Camp. There's something about it that just like feels. Yeah, you you should yeah, you should probably Hello. give it a... Because mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: Sleepy Camp is, is kinda of I don't
3: think there's another movie like it, to be quite honest with you. Like
2: mm. I, I, there there was a couple around that time, eighties, but
3: this one spoof. is done way better. Like I don't know, like yeah. it's
2: I will uh, check. Yeah. Yeah, I think the reason that one works better than the other ones is the other ones like went full spoof or that one yeah. is full spoof. Right. But it also still has the fun kills, like it yeah. has It's still People getting barbecued alive. Yeah, it's still the slasher formula. It's not completely like making fun of it. Mm -hmm. It's kind of... It's not with that scary movie. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Cool. What'd you watch?
0: I finished the night off with a Grimm. Uh, This is season one, episode 19, Leave It to Beavers.
2: Oh, is that
0: Killer Beavers? Well, no, they're not Killer Beavers. They're the good Vesson, but they're being killed by other... It's almost... So uh, it's like little beaver yeah. creatures, though? yeah. And I like see, the woods are eating the them. Well, they're human beings. They're all human no. beings that that turn into these. Cre- they're all creatures that you can't huh. see in daylight, basically.
2: Uh, but do you get to see them as like beaver creatures?
0: Yeah. Well, their faces change. Uh, hmm. Yeah, less interesting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is not going to be. This is <laughs> this not zombie beavers. What you're <laughs> no, talking about? Yeah. No. That's a good. Uh, that's a good idea. This is actually a classic <laughs> episode where. One of the best side characters is kind of brought in. It's it's got the the a detective from Dexter,
3: the Mexican guy. Uh, oh, what was that guy named? Was it Gomez? He had a weird name. No, Gomez he? is from
0: a different show. Uh. Gomez is from Breaking Bad. Oh yeah. Uh, anyways, mm-hmm. he's on it. He's over the top acting, which is kind of good for this. Anyways, it's a great episode in the first season. Seven point five p- pumpkins. Cool. Um, are we on the final day then?
3: Yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: so this day I, uh, had another theme. Backwards slasher's,
3: I guess. Oh, wait. For slash slasher. I don't know. <laughs> Did you watch a movie this day too? Is yeah. Is it the same movie you guys are talking about? I yeah. Assume?
2: Well, I, I finished yeah. off the night with that one. But... Okay. So okay. you go ahead. Man. Yeah,
3: you
0: go ahead, man.
2: Well, the elephants in the room here where you know so we, we both watched Friday the 13th part 2 which we'll talk about in a little bit right yep mm-hmm. uh, so but I knew I was going to get into that um, I knew I could finish off that one though because I know that one so well I decided to check out two that I haven't seen from 1982 the Canadian slasher Humongous
1: Humongous
2: uh, this is one I've heard about for a while been wanting to see for a long time uh, opens up with a young woman is raped. As the guy's raping her, though, this woman you saw at the beginning of feeding dogs, she has a connection with dogs or whatever. These vicious dogs come and tear apart the guy that had raped her. None of this really matters because now we're cut years later, 35 years later, I believe. Um, these group of kids got their, rich kids got their father's yacht. Uh, they're going to go partying, I guess, out on the sea for the mm-hmm. weekend. Uh, while they're out on the sea, they run into a fisherman who is shipwrecked. They pick him up, save him, and he tells them the story about the, um, the the remote island that's right by them. And you get the whole that, yeah, there's this woman that's lived in there and recluse with all her dogs. She's a rich woman. We don't know why. It doesn't matter. Yeah, anyways, what happens is one of the kids on the trip, the dickish brother, he's mad because the woman won't put out and he's drunk. And the barking of the dogs on the island are driving him crazy. Um, he tries to, to drive the boat and the other brother, they fight. Somehow the the boat ends up on fire and they all... All get stranded on the island. Yeah, they island. all end up stranded. They have, they have to get at the boat and end up stranded on this island. And yeah, that, that's pretty much the movie. We have this deformed creature is killing the people one by one, what you kind of expect... The Creature's barely seen into the end it's a very dark film I don't know if it's the, just the transfer I think this is a movie that just doesn't have the, fi- the, the, good, the film's lost so it doesn't have a good transfer and unfortunately the Blu-ray too Who Scorpion who normally puts out good things but there's like 10 minutes where the audio is fucked up there's like this echo and they never offered a replacement so people were pissed about that mm. for the longest time usually you'd get a disc replacement on that Anyways, yeah, it's it's kind of standard fare. This guy's going around killing them. The kills are mostly done like off screen. There's nothing really exciting. Um, it's kind of dull. It drags. There's only four people on the island, so you know there's only going to be so many deaths. And uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was fine. I'm going to give it six and a half pumpkins out of 10. Probably even maybe now I'm thinking about it it might even be a six, but I'm going to go six and a half. Yeah. Um, It it has kind of a fun atmosphere. I mean, I like, you know, the the whole idea of these people landing on this Island and and as they investigate it too, like you find out that I don't know if I'm spoiling too much here, but none of there is no dogs on the Island. They're all, (laughs) they're all, well, there was, they're all dead. No.
3: Dude, you just spit your beer across the road like a spit <laughs> <No! tank.
2: laughs> They're all skeletons, you know, the creature is the one making the sounds or whatever. Anyways, it, it's fine. Um, I followed it up with uh, Savage Weekend from 1979. Now, this is kind of famous in the fact that this was actually shot. I think it came out in 1979, but it was actually shot uh, before Halloween and, you know, most slasher films. Oh, yeah. But several couples, these are older couples, um... There's all this bullshit story. She's getting divorced from her husband. He's taking the kid away, and she's got mm-hmm. a new boyfriend. And she goes up with her friends. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: he's he's working
3: on building a boat. That's like a jump scare. You Kind of like
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I, like the whole time, what you said, they're divorced. <laughs> whatever. I was like I just had to scream.
2: Sorry. Anyways, he's building a boat. It's some bullshit. There's all these characters they introduce. This is like just such a poorly filmed movie. And you don't. The way it's edited and the characters are thrown in, it's just, it, I it's the did not like it at all. There's eventually a guy that's wearing a mask that's going around killing them. It almost is like soft core. Is it just porn. like a
3: Leonard Nimoy mask painted white? No. no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, I, it's whatever. It doesn't matter. It, there's a lot of sex in this. It's, it's almost like softcore at times. Cry, so I'm listening. It, it seems like the director is more worried about doing sexy scenes and creating a- Scary scenes. Yeah. I'm going to give it four pumpkins out of 10. Ooh, I did not enjoy boy. this one. Yeah, But I followed it up with one of my favorite slasher and horror films of all time. For 1981, Friday the 13th, part two. Let's hear Adam tear this one apart. <laughs> yeah. um,
0: now, I'm not going to- like, So this is the first horror movie- of, of my era I ever saw. Okay. I went to a birthday party. It was w- with a... It was a guy that played on my baseball team. So it wasn't like what co- close friend. And my parents yeah. went there. They're like, no, nope, you can't stay over here, but you can watch the horror movie and...
3: Wh- then we'll get going. Or
0: you can watch the movie. They didn't know it was going to be a horror yeah. movie.
3: How old were you? There's some breasts in that.
0: I don't know. Like, and I don't... I'll remember that aspect like searing into my brain. So I feel like I must have been... Too young to really clock it. Appreciate so, it. <laughs> so was I 10, 11, 12? Yeah. I, 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 I don't really know. And I remember being like, I remember certain aspects of this movie, especially the opening. I remember that fridge. I remember the color of the fridge. Like all of these things. So I had seen that, I like I had seen, I'd seen one as a teenager at parties and stuff, yeah. b- barely. And But this one I had never seen since. And what was so disappointing about this one for me was the stuff that I remember the most was maybe the weakest aspect, like the opening where they replay aspects of the first movie, the cliffhanger. That's mm-hmm. oh, so good. What? Why? Why do we need that in the movie? Well, who cares? I
2: thought you were talking about the camp, the campfire tale part. I I love the opening uh, where it's all pretty much one take of her. It's such. It's kind of simple, but it's all one take. I thought that was
0: except they run into well a done. wall at one section. Yeah, but that's like <laughs> out of a five minute scene. It's still pretty impressive. One shots are not a big thing for me in, in general, and there's so much stumbling going on in that opening. But also all the flashback stuff, I, like that, I didn't understand why. Why is that necessary? Why do like? Because not everyone saw the first film.
2: That's
3: exactly why. Who cares? Yeah. It's
0: like previously on last
2: that's
3: exactly what it is yeah.
0: um th- that
2: i from- yeah, remember back then they would play a movie it wouldn't be on tv or anything you if you didn't see in theaters then you didn't see the and and it, that was probably when they were literally bringing the the movie from theater to theater city to
0: city it's not with like- those ones i i mm-hmm. guess that's true it just felt like you would understand this without all of that pretty quickly I don't know. I think you kind of need that, though, with the mom's
2: head later on and the the sweater. You'd
0: understand, like, who that is. Hmm. Like,
2: that would be her sweater. Like, people aren't, like, from... And I think, too, it's just, like, we get all the kills in the first five minutes, which is awesome.
3: I guess... Baseball highlights?
0: I, I guess, no, no, the good, like, my least favorite part of the second movie was the climax with Betsy Palmer, of the first movie, you of mean. the fu- or yeah. in the first movie, and you see her again rolling around awkwardly, where she's supposed to have killed all these people in some gruesome yeah, I mean. way. Anyways, this kind of like shattered <laughs> a, a childhood memory of mine. Don't watch any more slashers, Adam. <laughs> if, you, if
2: you if you don't enjoy part two of Friday Thirteenth, man.
0: So I enjoyed part part doesn't two. Doesn't get any More than this. because once we get there, I find while the characters are still shallow, and I oh, the female characters fun, are are terribly written, like she embarrassing. awesome, though.
3: I think she's probably my favorite Yeah, she's girl, probably actually. my favorite so, girl as well. So
0: I was about to say, she is the best of all yeah. them, but everyone around her, like... No, I like, the, I like the young girl, too, that I think she was
2: like... I think she was illegally young, and she lied about her age. I think she did a nude scene, they had to cut it out. Oh, yeah? The young girl with the... Her boyfriend's the guy with the high. I thought I liked her, too. She's always getting him into trouble, and she's always wanting to investigate the stuff.
0: Yeah, like, I don't know, like, she's like she's fine, I guess, but like, not a great character. What about the ginger guy, man, that's always it, done all the bad jokes? Yeah, and he disappears into the fucking bar. Yeah. Lucky ginger guy was like, oh, good for Kyle, he's, he's not going to get killed. <laughs> but all of the suspense and action is so much better than the first one, in my opinion, it's definitely, like, a step up in terms of... Oh, there's some great jump scares, too. There's even... I've seen this movie a hundred times, and there's, like, I think twice they get, got yeah.
2: me. Yeah. Um, and the, his look is amazing. Yeah.
3: The mask. I do like the uh, burlap sack. Yeah. My uh,
2: favorite version of Jason. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Yeah, I, I, I like all of that. I like his, like, fucking super desolate, disgusting cabin. hole that he mm-hmm. lives in. Yeah, I like, I like this one more. The, I, the
2: wheelchair guy death is awesome.
3: Oh, yeah, that's in this one, too. Yeah, the wheelchair it?
2: guy death is That
3: awesome. is so, like, heartbreaking, too. I know, because the guy's like, going to get reason, laid yeah. and, like, well, he was
1: just
0: saying, like... He's mm-hmm. practicing, he's going to walk again. He's training,
1: man. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah, you may be right. that This may be not for me. Like, I find that no one is... Yeah, I think this is, like, very well the pinnacle drawn. of
2: slashers.
0: I mean, obviously, Halloween is, but Halloween is, again, like...
2: Halloween and Black Christmas are, like different in that they're they're like amazingly made movies yeah. like The Friday 13th is kind of the just the fun slashers and from there like everything else is a copy of these films and this is kind of the pinnacle I, I don't know if
0: yeah this is better than the first one but I don't like it much more than the first
2: oh, one yeah
3: actually stick with it because you're just a character guy so maybe three actually three is not no. going to be much better three is like yeah, three is totally like better. the
2: exploitive version yeah. <laughs> it's like characters are like more annoying that you just want but to see they're die. They're
3: more memorable. Uh, I don't know.
2: Four, Four has Crispin Glover and stuff. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Man. I, think I'm I, think sk- I'm, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go with it. because again they're not like I don't think these are terrible movies.
2: Yeah. Oh man, just give your fucking rating.
0: <laughs> I think I'm gonna give this. Ah, uh, fuck. I, I want to give the same rating as the first one, even though I enjoy it like slightly better, but I don't think it's much better. So I think I think I'm gonna give six point five. <sighs> So, once again, guys, Adam Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> like, this one, part of it is that expectation. Like, it, and I honestly was in the first stuff in the house. I fucking hated this movie. Oh, hated man, it. I disagree. I love it. Like, all that. I, I was instantly like, Fuck you, you just ruined like a seared in memory for my like, cause I'd be like, oh, she's gonna go in this brown colored kind of thing. I said yeah, that it's gonna look great, and I was like, oh yeah, it's cool. And then I was like, so I, fuck, I don't, they even, don't know what I to don't do even with it. know the camera. what you're expecting out of these flash films. Why are you so angry that they're
2: because they're so It's a poor, cool one take scene, and you're getting built up to you know something's gonna happen. So she opens up the fridge, poorly
0: made. There's a
2: cool shock, shock to it, and she gets a great death. Like, what do you,
0: what, Honestly, what do you want? Honestly, like, <laughs> if they're bumping off of things in the scene, just fucking make a cut editing no, man, is it's the great. language of it's great i'd love that about this scene and and it was it was honestly it was the flashback stuff that bothered me more
2: but i i don't i just don't understand why you'd be so mad about it. i could be like they didn't need that but well like, i'm mad about it because you're getting like a, all the cool when i kills was 11 years
0: old i was like oh my god i'm so i'm not supposed to be watching this i'm terrified yeah, you're getting
2: all the
3: the kills in the first film that's and i awesome. hadn't seen
2: the
0: first film so that would have probably worked out for me <laughs>
2: at the time. Uh,
3: maybe that's where that came from
2: uh, yeah, to me, it just seems uh, weird to like be mad about
3: it. You're a spoiled old man who, and <laughs> I, yeah,
0: and I, I, like I just realized, like, oh, the,
2: it just wasn't. If every film scary. opened up with like the best kills from the previous film, I'd be like, yes,
3: <laughs> sign me up. Thank
2: well, you. I, I didn't watch that one this year. I there was no know. Kevin Bacon kill. <laughs> Is
0: it? Uh, it it's you not in the, that one. It's not in the opening. No. Oh, okay. Well,
2: still.
0: so the best kill well, not in the opening <laughs> sequence. Anyway, you get be heading. <laughs> yeah, that's a great kill
2: you're crazy uh i'm gonna go ooh, do I go nine on this
0: one oh. you went not did you go uh, nine on the first one no you, you didn't you didn't you
2: went uh, the first eight. one's eight I think i'm gonna go eight point five but this could be a nine I'll go eight point five and I think it's just because it's again I was talking to Maddie like coming up I've watched like these first four films mm. like every year for the past five or six years, so I need to probably take a break for a year or two and it'd probably be a nine i'm gonna go eight point five pumpkins this time, but this is still yeah this is top. Maybe 10 horror for me of all time. And it only gets an 8.5. Yeah.
3: I'm going to say, yeah. Adam's probably not going to like Friday the 13th.
2: No, I, I think if he didn't... Enjoy, yeah. I thought like... This at one, six, I thought he would have went to at least like to a seven, yeah, seven and a half. I if, think yeah. six, he's
3: probably going to go seven and everything else. I honestly thought three, I was... Three,
0: you're going to drop to like five.
3: I was going to say three, he
0: might stick around at six No, I think five. He's, he'll so hate three, I don't four. know. And I don't know if I can get Tammy to watch any more of
3: these. Yeah. Uh, and what's I thought Tim was a slasher person.
0: Is she not a slasher? She wants... Yeah, she she just finds this is.
3: Do you have the uh, 3D glasses you can put on so when you're watching part three, you can actually like feel it come out? Oh, he's gonna you know? hate that
0: even more because he hates 3D.
3: Oh, you hate 3D, eh? and that's totally yeah. like the gimmick. Yeah, it's definitely the 3D. Just movie. stop,
2: just stop. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Stop angering the listeners even more.
0: <laughs>
2: oh man. That that hurts.
0: I, I watched the Goldbergs season 1 episode. I don't even care anymore. Six. I'm going, guys. Uh <laughs> who are you going to telephone? Who are you going to telephone? Yeah. Is
3: this I, the best one? Yeah. I I liked one a lot. And now he's going to kill your fucking dream. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's the one that they go in the haunted house? No.
0: Uh, okay. No, that that
2: yeah, I don't think that's the best one. No,
3: the great one when they go in the haunted house? I think
2: the best one is couples costume. Couples costume, yeah. With him and his mom.
3: Good. Yeah, okay. This is good.
0: Yeah. It's like a solid episode. Yeah. I find it's
3: more of a nostalgia boner,
0: yeah. I, I feel like the humor like is mm. very standard. The mom gets too involved, and in all this
3: that's pretty much, but older. the mom is <laughs> so
2: funny,
0: man. She's yeah, great, oh, man. yeah, she's great. Like, yeah. that, again, she I, makes the show, and the dad I love too. Actually. Yeah, Jeff Garland's incredible. Mm. Uh, the kids, I don't know, I don't know. I like the older brother, he's pretty fucking the funny. The grandpa's great. Yeah. great, yeah. The grandpa's great.
3: George Siegel is,
0: uh, yeah, he's always awesome. I'm gonna give this one, I'm gonna give this one 6.5. Yeah, man. With the caveat, it, maybe I cared a little bit more about the characters. I w- uh,
3: did you have, a, is it on like a streaming service? Or you yeah, it's watch? on Crave. I'm going to watch yeah. more of them. Yeah, watch the, uh, what's that, uh, Couple's Costume, I think it's like season two or something like that.
0: I liked a lot about the show. Mm-hmm. It just felt, in terms of the characters, and uh, it just felt a little bit,
3: the story was yeah. a little bit. Uh, again, it's, I think it's like the sixth episode of a season, so it does take a while to.
0: Yeah, comedies, yeah. usually the first season is not yeah. their best.
2: I'm and, just going to name other movies I love that you should watch. <laughs> Here's a picture of my mother. Can you
3: make fun of her, please? I, I'm sorry, guys.
2: I, I will. You should watch Black Christmas. I think that's one you will enjoy. But yeah, I don't think you should watch any more slashers. I, I definitely do not think they're for you, unfortunately.
0: I gave Sleepaway Camp eight a, eight pumpkins. Yeah, that that, that one right doesn't flashers. make any
2: fucking sense to me, but because <laughs> that's a poorly made film. Too, I like Sleepaway Camp. I know I, I love Sleepaway Camp. It's it's one of my favorites too. But I just I've never seen someone love that film and then hate all these other ones. That's that one's like...
0: eccentric, and I think that's why I like that one. Where these ones, mm-hmm. there's nothing eccentric about. them. They're just they're made by amateurs. Mm, I like, disagree. I, I, well, they are clearly like. You can like that about a film. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. No, but I
2: disagree. I actually think Part 2 is a well-directed film in many ways. I think there's so many great... Has
0: he made anything else? Oh, yeah. Steve, uh... Steve Miner.
2: He did... Well, he did H2O, which is considered one of the best Halloween films to many. It's not my favorite, but...
0: Which was considered a joke when I w- was growing up. Uh, Josh Hartnett. He did Lake Placid, <laughs> which has its
2: a fan base. Uh,
0: yeah. I, I, okay. I've, I've seen like Placid. Like I, I, I did. He did, he
2: did uh, a bunch. Oh, about, he like, directed House, which got a fan base. He actually did part three of Friday Thirteenth. He did Warlock, which you know they did five of those. Was films. That
3: Julian Sanders. <laughs> uh,
2: he did Soul Man, which I think is a lot of fun. He did a bunch of episodes of
0: Wonder Years. Soul Man is that the one with uh, Robert Downey Jr.
2: No, it's uh, Robert, it's uh, C, what's his name? Robert C. It's like, you can never do that movie these days. <laughs> it's the one where like he finds out that uh, if you're black, you have a better chance of getting into college because of oh. So he decides he's going to paint his skin black and get into college. It's fun though, but it's totally, um,
0: but there's, there's a message in there. He's got 52 mm-hmm. credits to his name. I'm not saying like he's a workman. <laughs> he's not John Carpenter. Yeah, but you no, know, but who, who is? is right? You're who?
2: you're considered the best director of one of the best directors of all time. <laughs>
0: that's all that I care about. Uh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, I, I yeah I disagree. Like, I think that I think part two is fully totally uh, well directed.
0: Uh, part two is much better. Uh, like it's it's a much better directed movie than part one. Uh, there's no hands down uh, about that. It, I just feel like it owes so much. It's a sequel. It feels like a sequel, yeah. and that's the part that doesn't add up for, for me. Sorry. You should be. Don't apologize <laughs> to me. Apologize to
2: listeners,
3: listeners. <laughs> talk to Steve Miner. Apologize <laughs> to him. Yeah, I I will finish tonight. Well, I just watched uh, Stranger Things season two, episode four. I don't really want to talk about it until I'm done. So, yeah. yep. That's it for me. I don't know about you guys. No, Are you, you, you all me. done?
0: Uh, I watched The Haunting of Blind Manor. I, I watched the final episode. Uh, Does it end well? It ends very well. It really shows that there's big a big um, proponent of people talking online right about how it's a love story um, instead of a ghost story or both or whatever it is. I think it is both, but I also think it's, it's not just a love story. It's, it's, it talks
3: about. It's the love story of 2020 is what you're about
0: to say. (laughs) Well, it might be because there's not going to be a lot of options, but there's a depth to that story that's there. Like they're really trying, I feel like, with most Flanagan, I have this issue: is he plays sentimentality too hard mm. in the end to really r- hit home with me? Yeah. but it's, I think it lands. It lands better than the first one did. Like okay, the f- and, and like the first one, I really really like, but there, it's it's even more clunky. And this one, I think it the objective of what it's trying to set out. This is after I've just been like fucking disappointed <laughs> beyond belief
3: by Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh,
0: man. <laughs> so i'm gonna give this one 7.5 like that's probably what i would give
3: the entire overall series 7.5 kind of deal like
0: yeah i, I think it, the last one would have been an eight
3: yeah and this one's just a, a it's st- just a touch under but it's still fucking crazy it's right? a
0: it's a really great yeah. uh show in my opinion and then i watched season one episode 19 of grim uh it's something about Ever after something, mer- it's it's a weaker grim episode. I'm gonna actually give that one six pumpkins, uh, oh, even though it boom. it has the hitchhiker from creep show, whoever that is.
3: And he's on, he's in something else, but I just forget what. Is
0: he's Will Smith's father in in the
3: Fresh Prince? Maybe. <laughs> That's like his how real we should. Father? The real no, father. Yeah, who comes back and like Never yeah. teach me had a shave. Yeah, yeah. Is it? That's like the
2: famous episode. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: yeah.
3: yeah.
2: Oh, is that his I don't know if that's the same. We actually.
0: should not look this up. Everyone at home, go look this up. I'm pretty sure it's him. And hey,
3: If he's right or wrong, let us know. We can find us on Facebook, on our group page or our like page. You can email us at moviecitymaniacs at gmail.com. Adam, do you want
2: to give your personal email
3: here? <laughs> <laughs> or you can follow us actually on Instagram right now. We're at... Oof. Uh, we're at something. Something. We'll, we'll let you know <laughs> next week. And we're also on uh, Twitter at Movie City Maniac. Yeah. All right, guys. It's cool, been guys? actually a great week. I'm glad we got this in because it's been kind of a fun you episode. You know what? It sucks, yeah. though.
2: That I don't want to just have to watch these at the end of the episode and end the episode on a downer. Next time. Do it like as your first the Monday, so we get. the I know because I I just think we can I, enjoy I was, the rest of the episode. Yeah, I've
0: seen so many things I've loved.
3: Yeah, and you just have to like shit on. Uh, Kyle's- go watch the
0: fog. Go watch *Cat in the Canary*. <laughs> yeah. Go uh, go watch a bajillion other things.
3: <laughs> and stay scared, guys.
1: Bye. I was working in the lab late one night. When my eyes beheld an eerie sight For my monster from his slab began to rise And suddenly, to my surprise He did the the monster mash mash. It was a graveyard smash It caught on in a flash He He did the monster mash from my laboratory in the castle east To the master bedroom where the vampires feast The ghouls all came from their humble abodes To catch a joke for my electrodes They did the monster mash It was a graveyard smash It caught on in a flash they did the monster match. The zombies were having fun. The party had just begun. The guest included Wolfman, Dracula, and his son.
2: If that phone rings one more <laughs> motherfucking time, I got five. Um, what the fuck? five? Five movies in three episodes. Fuck. I'm angry. I'm getting pissed here. Fuck, what's his name?
3: It's Teddy Roosevelt. Wolfgang The president of the
0: United States of America. (laughs) He's fought in wars. Who's
3: that guy, Taft? Give me a ham. (laughs) I'm the fattest president of all time. Where's my bacon? (laughs) A chicken in every pot that belongs to me. (laughs) Are you done yet? That's my Taft.
2: All right. Who'd you Um, forget? So uh, this... uh... (laughs) (laughs)
3: You fuckers.